0: Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday,
1: January 3rd. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. Iran has vowed harsh retaliation for a U.S. airstrike near Baghdad's airport that killed Tehran's top general and the architect of his in- interventions across the Middle East as tensions soared in the wake of the targeted killings. The killing of the head of Iran's elite Quds Force marks a major escalation in the standoff between Washington and Iran, which has careened from one crisis to another since Donald uh, President Donald Donald Trump withdrew from the 2015 nuclear deal and imposed crippling sanctions. The United States urged its U.S. citizens to leave Iraq immediately. The State Department said the embassy in Baghdad, which was attacked by Iran-backed militiamen and other protesters earlier this week, is closed and all uh, services have been suspended. Around 5,200 American troops are based in Iraq, where they mainly train Iraqi forces to help combat Islamic state militants. Iran's Supreme Leader warned that a harsh retaliation is waiting for the U.S. after the air strike three days of public mourning has been declared in iran for the general's death trump was vacationing at his estate in palm beach florida but sent out a tweet of an american flag police said uh, office drama led to a man to surrender to authorities for allegedly uh, po- sorry for allegedly poisoning his co-workers drink 50-year-old curtis malloy is accused of spiking a woman's beverage with pine salt after an <clears throat> argument the incident was reported at a business on the 300 block of marcus court in uh, newark last april the test results just Recently confirmed the chemical's presence in the drink. The victim said she smelled the Pine salt right away, so she, she didn't drink it. Detectives interviewed co-workers and obtained video surveillance from the business. Police said that the video shows Malloy at the victim's workstation at times when he shouldn't have not been there. Malloy resigned from uh, from his job after the incident occurred. He turned himself in to police on December thirtieth. Uh, he has been charged with one count of adulteration, which is a felony. Did
3: they explain what precipitated the whole
2: thing? Or no, they didn't even. They just said that he tried to. Poison I bet she their would like the argument.
3: taste of yeah yeah, pine salt. I think
1: it was in uh the sixth inch remember the girl that was being poisoned? Yeah. I think yeah. the what was mom the mom was using? I think was she it was pine using sol? pine sol. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Or something house cleaner. Yeah, yeah maybe they yeah. used a, a different name that was similar to but it was clearly the bottle and everything it was supposed to be pine salt.
2: My cousin had a neighbor who poisoned her husband and killed him and um I think it was like the typical antifreeze like she you know well, you always hear that.
3: It, yes, I look and, and, and you you can People have used that before to poison people. Oh, yeah, she
2: she killed him and the dog, and she ended oh up. God. She ended up getting busted and obviously uh, went to jail for it.
3: You got to read a book about your family. I, man. seriously, yeah, not right? just even I the family, just neighbors. Obviously, <laughs> the whole, in your circle, the weirdest people exist.
2: Well, and you know what? And I remember when she told me too, and I was like. Back up. <laughs> Your neighbor killed her husband? She's like, yeah, he's dead. I'm like, why? Like, it was, you know what I mean? It was like a normal conversation. I'm like, oh, my God. Let's, dinner last
4: night? <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's make a list of the weird things that Kathy's associated with yeah. somehow or another. Oh, it <laughs> goes over
3: from, from an uncle who's a, a, a paperclip. Paper yeah. To uh, a dad. Shoplin to a <laughs> uh, family all over the world. Yeah. yeah to uh, people that s- to sleep in boxes. She's related to, to more people than Genghis Khan. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm.
2: Sand eaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sand eaters. <laughs> Pennsylvania American Water issued a boil water advisory on Thursday as a precaution due to a low tank. The area stretches from the Premium Outlet Mall to around Township Line Road in Limerick Township. Officials said the company says when service is restored, water should be boiled for at least one minute before drinking or used for cooking. So you actually have to boil it before you cook. Uh, Water tankers will be available at Limerick Township Building, which is uh, near uh, 646 West Ridge Pike. Limerick Giant Foods and Target at 1824 Ridge Pike in Upper Providence Township and and then limerick diner at 411 ridge pike limerick tankers will be available daily from 7 a.m until 10 p.m until the advisory is lifted customers should bring their own containers to fill uh, and they have set up a phone line so if residents have more uh one or have more questions uh they can contact 1-800-565-7292 in sports this morning <laughs> The Flyers lost 5 4 to the Golden Knights right. last night in Las Vegas. What the f is it? Claude Drew opened the scoring uh, seven and a half minutes into the game, but the Golden Knights scored the next three goals in the span of 2.45 on their way to the win. Carter Hart took the loss with 28 saves, and Marc Andre Fleury turned away 34 of 38 Flyers shots in the win. The road trip continues out west with the game in Arizona tonight uh, tomorrow night against the Coyotes, and the puck drops at 8 o'clock. The Sixers will look to end their three game losing streak when they return to the court tonight to play the Rock in Houston. The Sixers have fallen to sixth place in the Eastern Conference. Eight games back in the Milwaukee Bucks while the Rockets are in fourth place in the West. Tip-off for the nationally televised game on ESPN is at 8 o'clock. And the Eagles continue to prepare for the wild card game against the Seattle Seahawks this Sunday afternoon at the Link. Running back Miles Sanders missed his second straight day of practice with an ankle injury. Sanders and Nelson Aguilar were the only notable players absent yesterday. The good news is both Zach Ertz, who has a broken rib and an injured back, and Lane Johnson, who has an injured ankle, were both participating in Practice as limited participants. Johnson has missed the last three games for the Birds, and both players are still questionable for Sunday kickoff. is scheduled for 4:40, and that's what I have for you this morning.
1: Weather looks good for Sunday as well, so no rain in the forecast. High uh, about 42, so just a heads up on that. We welcome you to Friday morning. Giving away our word of the week prize today. It's only two letters. Yes, that's the least you've ever had to work for the word of the week, I believe. Uh, so we'll do that at the end of the program. You can end up going to the uh, the corn show with Breaking Benjamin. Uh, Thursday, January twenty third at uh, PPL Center. I was watching some Corn videos last night. Their drummer Le, uh, uh, Ray Luzier is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. He when when he they played the MMRBQ when uh, Jonathan Davis did. I'm like I don't know much about Corn. I just right. know him casually. I know a few of the songs. I was watching, I'm like, who is this dude on drums? <laughs> Chuck introduced me to him later on, and then I started to get interested. The guy's a monster. So, you're looking, it's going to be a great show, I would imagine. So, we'll get those tickets your chance to win later on today. Uh, we also have a hottie cam this morning, uh, and it's from our friend Terry Myers from Terry Myers Entertainment. And we have four ladies coming by, and I believe two of them are from our calendar. I'm guessing by the names alone here because okay, it says yeah. Allison and Dominique are two of them. Our cover girl is Allison. I very well could be. Uh, I see so that
5: Annabelle's going to be Annabelle again.
1: will be on the cams. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> Julia, Allison, Dominique, and Lena. So we'll find out when they get here. And speaking of the calendar... We never revealed uh, oh. who was our, our first... I thought
2: about that yesterday. ...month gal yeah. yesterday. We oh!
1: forgot to do it. We're just back in the right. swing of oh, things, oh, oh, oh. so I think we should do it now. Yes. Okay. And okay. we are going to open up the brand new Totally Office calendar, the Preston and Steve Totally Office calendar for 2020. And like I said, Allison is on the cover, and hopefully that she'll be the one who is here later on today. But we ring in the month of January with the amazing Gina. Gina yeah. is from Philadelphia. She is... Uh, Like a a reddish brunette. Yes. And, uh, she decided to wear some lingerie in her shoot for this uh, particular, uh, photo spread that we have, and it was taken at the Met in Philadelphia. Looks awesome. Fantastic location, and, uh, Gina looks lovely in the month of January, so if you have that calendar, hang it up, open it up, and, uh, get yourself set for 12 months of lovely ladies and listeners of the President and Steve show, so we're happy to welcome Gina.
6: Gina has a ton of followers on Instagram, uh, her, uh handle is Gina SC Roca. Uh, S-C-R-O-C-C-A, um, but she's a great follower. She posts a lot of really cool photos, yeah. and uh, the calendar is available for sale. You can buy it on uh, PrestonSteve.com, com. The Rock Shop is open, so if you haven't gotten it yet, you can purchase it right there.
2: And I'm not why, I'm not sure why she listed Philadelphia. I mean, uh, I guess she's from the surrounding area, but she actually lives out in Bucks County. Oh, oh really? She, yeah, she's our, our Bucks Co. girl for the calendar.
1: Okay, she's the only Bucks Co.
2: girl? Uh, that I know of, yeah. Okay,
1: all right. Uh, well, we're happy to have her uh, in the pages, and hopefully you have one, and like uh, Nick said, if you don't have it yet, you can buy it now if you miss your opportunity to grab it for free and all those opportunities we had, so you can do that. Uh, we also have a guest stopping by today, our buddy Jeff Devlin is going to be in. He's a master craftsman. And he will be at the Philly Home Show, which is coming up at uh, the Pennsylvania Convention Center two weekends starting next week.
3: I love uh, the home show.
2: I'm going to be there as well. Are you really? Yeah, you, I'm doing that, um, yeah, the competition with Kristen Herman and uh, Andy as well from uh, from our sister stations. Well, was we, it
1: like a table or something? Or what? You, yeah,
2: so last year we did a dining room table. This year we're doing an office space. So we're going to Ikea and we're uh, creating an office space and our designs will be at the home show and people can go and, and vote on who's. You know, they like best.
1: Okay. Who won last year? I did. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's funny you ask. (laughs) I, I think I...
3: Yeah, I think I saw one year I saw something you'd done. there. I Maybe mean, it had to be you know what, last year. I, I
2: did two things. Two years, okay. Two th- I did two things last year. We did right. the tablescape, and then we did like a um, refurbished project. We got a piece of, um, uh, you know, of dining room furniture, and oh. you had to like redo it, paint it, all, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, right. Um. yeah, but we're doing a office space, and actually I'm going shopping at Ikea today to pick uh-huh. out stuff. So. Is
1: Jeff involved in that
5: at all? Or? He,
2: he's not, but I, I think he's just another part of the home show. There's okay. so much that goes on at that home show. It's awesome. Yeah,
5: he's got this other thing going on. It's like, like a VIP make-it-take-it thing that's going on. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. We'll
1: get the details from him. He's going to stop in the 9 o'clock hour, so we're looking forward to having him in. Uh, those things more are taking place. Whatever we have to give away, we'll give away. We have a load of entertainment stories, so let's take a quick break, come back in a second. Stupid question with some giveaways, and those were uh, stories to report to you when we get back. Stay right here on this Friday morning with us. We'll take care of
7: Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy.
0: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All
1: right, so let's do the stupid question and give away a pair of Flyers tickets for their game coming up February 20th. We'll also give you a Flyers mini helmet signed by Ivan Provorov and a Flyers winter hat from NBC Sports Philadelphia. And the question that we have this morning is, on January 5th, two days from today, January 5th, 2020, the Earth will be at perihelion. And what does that mean? Two one five two six three 263 wmmr Okay, on January 5th, the Earth will be at perihelion. And what does that mean? alright five two six three right, 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. We'll see if you know the answer. While we're waiting for that answer, I will give you the birthdays that we celebrate on Friday, January 3rd. We'll start with... Mel Gibson. Hey, oh, all right. Mel Gibson. No. Do we have any the audio S- of
3: Mel? <laughs> I don't know. No. We don't
1: have any audio. Is of this
3: my. is this our most ah. great to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the best.
1: <sighs> he was just unhinged. He was just coming apart. You're a pin
4: in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> what was your
3: name again? Uskuzer, us- Spankaya, us- 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 I I don't don't or something like that. Uh, Something like Oksana. that. was it, Oksana. I don't remember. I well, really think it's Oksana bayul right? but it's um, I know, Gr- a... grigorieva Some, yeah. Yes, it was something. grigorieva yes, So she, she was sure. a singer,
4: and he no, no, sir. she was a dancer. There it is. No, was a dancer. Oh
2: my God! We <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> We made it one day
1: without yeah, doing. I know. I
3: know. We had to in honor of the New Year. But but yeah. So that was her deal, and. She played him like a violin. Yeah. Got him so wound up in the phone conversation.
1: Well, and the thing was, as is, is you recall, because we played both sides, we we played just the clips of Mel yes. freaking out. Right, right, But she was talking to him, and she was on a clearly professionally recorded, you can hear it, she's speaking through a microphone. She's oh, not yeah. speaking through yeah. a regular telephone. It was a setup. Yeah. It was a setup, and she's just, like you said, playing him like a fiddle. And he's just biting at all of it and wigging don't, out.
4: Don't be upset.
3: It's it's okay to have a very small penis. <laughs> yeah. Ah! And he was just wigging out.
2: And they have they have a kid together or no? They do, yeah. 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 Okay.
3: Yeah, oh, what so, what a wonderful deal. What yeah. a wonderful situation that was. Clearly you can sense the love without the conversation. Yeah.
6: Yeah. So they <laughs> they're linked forever. Hit it's that Mad laugh. Max. Hit that laugh again. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all this happened a decade ago. I'm, Unbelievable. I'm, yeah, I'm just going through it, and yeah, it started in 2009. Is when he started getting divorced from his ex-wife Robin. I think they had eight or nine kids together. They did yeah, yeah. And then he started dating Oksana, and then um, and then all of this happened in uh, April of 2010. He's sort of back though, career-wise.
3: He's yeah. done. He's done legitimate movies, and uh, Casey, give me the give me the oh. no, give no. me the, the, the no. <laughs> it's just uh... no! <laughs> give me the. Do we have the? Uh, well, don't do that.
5: Uh, stop, don't stop don't doing that. Stop, stop, being, doing, no, stop, stop being, being that. Stop yeah. being <laughs> that. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. You
1: are a pain in my ass. It yeah. Came before that, and then he said, Stop being, being that.
5: that.
0: Yeah. I it have was all of these
1: just over the top. I was actually I saw it, uh a fair amount about Mel recently. I watched a uh like a, a Reels Hollywood story about uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah. and his downfall and I forgot how bad Deep into the depths, and how many times he was arrested? Many times. And Mel is the dude who pulled him out of the depths and got him back into the business. Stop being that.
3: He he was the one who fought. I think the name of the movie was Air America. Yeah. And and fought to get him on that because no insurance company would take that risk with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And so, but hey, some of the best audio we've ever had.
4: Mm, Oh, you're all
3: angry now. I'm. (laughs) <laughs> his phone conversation. His oh. his side of the conversation is really well recorded. It's just an amazing way to record people you're setting up. Yeah. You just showed me what
1: you are. Oh yeah. You don't care, no. right? You don't care. <laughs> Do we have the? Uh, why
3: don't you uh, give me a Hummer or what? What is it? What, it's. Oh yeah.
1: Hang on, wait. I'm lo- I'm looking at one. It hit the, the, the. You have no soul. Uh, uh, it's right there. Yeah. This yeah, is. You, it. <laughs> yeah. you have no f- soul. <laughs> Wow, he's just a man at the end you need of his a doctor. There was oh, another you know one said need you need a, a bat, bat to the head yeah. too. Right yeah, so, uh, yeah. All right. Anyhow, there's, there's. Lo- all right, go ahead. It's so all much right, wonderful yeah, stuff yeah. to remember.
4: You need a bat to the side of the head. <laughs>
1: Mel no <laughs> Gibson, birthday boy, sixty-four. Yeah, yeah. Yep. One of the all-time hockey greats, Bobby Hull, celebrates his birthday. He's eighty-one years old.
3: I had two Bobby Hull knock hockey sets growing up. And nice, uh, yeah, I loved them.
1: Uh, the amazingly beautiful, wonderful, talented Danica McKellar. Yeah, oh. Oh. is 45.
5: <laughs> Check Love this out. I saw something over the weekend. That uh, the Wonder Years was set from 19, oh God, 60 something. Right. right now, if we were to do the Wonder Years, it would be 2001 to 2005, <laughs>
6: would be the equivalent of what the Wonder Years was to when it came oh, out in 1988. Are you serious. Yeah. I saw wow. something similar, Casey, yesterday that was uh, 1990 is just as far away as the year 2050. So, oh <laughs> so to, to put that into perspective with the Wonder Years thing,
1: yeah, we remember how nostalgically oh my we God. looked
3: back. How crazy was it back then?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and so it would have been two thousand one. Two
5: thousand one would be the equivalent to God. what the Wonder Years was uh, it, it, in nineteen eighty eight when it what? came out. Just ruined my day. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. And then also, Paul Rudd is now as old as Wilford Brimley was in Cocoon.
4: Ah! <laughs> yes. Yeah.
5: <laughs> wow.
1: That's bizarre. All right, Danica McKellar is 45. And a hallmark sweetheart, by the way. Yeah, she absolutely is. Uh, the great Stephen Stills, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, is seventy five
3: years old today. Oh, I watched a documentary over the time off. It was called Echo in the Canyon, Preston. And oh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. awesome.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um I fell asleep, so it, it, it um I think I made it like fifteen minutes in or whatever. So it's uh the
3: birds and Buffalo Springfield and awesome. Mama's and the Papas and this whole Laurel Canyon music scene. Yeah. And they talk to Stephen Stills a lot, and they talk to uh, Tom Petty and uh, it's actually um, uh, Dylan's uh, son Jacob oh, Dylan, Jay- Dylan yeah, who's, yeah. who's the uh, the interviewer and it's really great i got to see it
5: and I have so to yeah, see it. so he obviously Crosby Stills Nash and Young feature That's prominent. on Amazon Prime right that's uh, not I Netflix so. okay
1: uh, Stephen Stills is 75 today another great musician John Paul Jones of Led Zeppelin is 74 years old today man that guy is a great bass player and also them Crooked Vultures played with the uh, That's Dave right. Oh, yeah. Do you think it
3: was sometimes he's overlooked because... Oh, you, because you had the greatness yeah, yeah, in the yeah, other yeah, yeah. three. They
1: were, I mean... They it's, eclipse him a bit. It's a super group, no question. Uh, but John Paul Jones uh, celebrates his 74th, so he's nipping on the heels of uh, Stephen Stills. This is John Bonham here. That's John Paul Jones. No, wait, no, this is them Crooked Vultures. I thought this was yeah. Zeppelin. That was Dave Grohl. All right, so John Paul Jones, 74 today. Uh, Dabney Coleman, the actor, 9 to 5, On Golden
3: Pond, Tootsie, War Games. So many great movies. He made the, the he made a great prick, and he also <gasps> made a, a very, um, he was actually sort of a, a leading man type. You remember in Towering Inferno, he's the yeah. uh, fire captain and mm-hmm. uh, all this stuff. I, it was on an episode of Columbo on MeTV, which I know, Nick,
1: you're, you're a yeah, huge well.
4: fan.
3: But
1: in, in War Games, 9 to 5, and Tootsie, he was just the best jerk. Oh, my he's, gosh. He's fantastic. yeah. yeah, yeah. He's 88. I have a hard oh. time seeing him as 88 years old for some reason. Yeah, he needs to go away. Uh, last ber- <laughs> no, he
4: doesn't.
1: Uh, last birthday is Eli Manning. Uh, yeah. Eli celebrates his 39th birthday today. All right, so let's see if we can get an answer to this question. Uh, on January 5th, the Earth will be at perihelion. And what does that mean? Two one five two six three wmmr We're going to Michelle for the answer. Good morning, Michelle.
8: Good morning. First time caller, you guys rock. Oh well, welcome,
1: thank you so much. So the Earth will be at perihelion. What does that mean?
8: That means
9: that it's at its orbit closest to the sun.
1: Yes, that's correct. <laughs> it is closest. Oh, because it's pouring? It doesn't feel like it? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, hang on. We'll give you some sunshine, Michelle, because we've got a prize for you. We have a pair of Flyers tickets for the game on February 20th. Flyers mini helmet signed by Ivan Provorov and a Flyers winter hat from NBC Sports Philadelphia. As you enjoy the holidays, why not win some free swag? NBC Sports Philadelphia is celebrating you with the 12 games of giveaways. You can follow at, at NBCS
3: Philly on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for your chance to win. I remember so. that always freaked me out as a kid when they would tell you that because we're closest to the sun at this point in the calendar year, but it's the tilt, the angle of right. the planet that makes it colder. Yeah, so. right now it's just setting Australia on fire.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Australia is just a burning match. Yep. All right, so the 2020 Golden Globes will take place Sunday at 8 p.m. on NBC. Here's just a couple of things to bring you up to speed on that Did you prep for it. The Golden Globes... Have gone vegan this year. That's kind of the big news. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association released a statement that said uh, as part of the HFPA's overall focus of sustainability, the Golden Globes will be serving 100% plant-based meal at the show to raise awareness about how our choices can impact the environment. All produce and vegetables are locally sustainably sourced, so they they always they do have a great meal. They're actually eating and
3: drinking while uh, it's going on, and that therein lies some of the greatest moments of the Golden Globes because they're they're actually getting tanked as yeah, the evening up. progresses. Yeah,
5: you know? yeah, they have like a Nebuchadnezzar of. Uh Uh, Champagne champagne on every table. It's crazy. Do they really? Yeah. I never noticed it. I don't know if it's necessarily the Nebuchadnezzar size, but it is a big old bottle. Might be a Magnum. Maybe. It's a Wilford Brimley.
1: (laughs) The Golden Globes have only 87 people voting for them. It's about 1% of the number of people voting for the Oscars. Those 87 people are members of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association with a variety of competing agendas making predictions challenging. So it's much, much fewer
3: um, than the Oscars. As it used to be a big indicator of how the Oscars were going to break, but that's no longer the case. Uh,
1: Marriage Story received more nominations than any other film. Uh, it, it got six. We just and, got
6: that yesterday from the uh, sag after screeners. Did we? Okay. Yeah, yeah, even though it's on Netflix. It's on but, Netflix, yeah.
1: And is a favorite along with Martin Scorsese's The Irishman to win best, best Picture Drama. The Irishman is also up for acting and screenplay honors. Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time on Hollywood starring Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, and Leonardo DiCaprio is up for Best Picture, Comedy, or Musical. And considered a favorite against Jojo Rabbit, Knives
5: Out, Rocket Man, and Dolomite is my name. Got some bad news yesterday. I uh, uh, found out that um, we didn't pay our SAG dues Uh-oh. in time. You so. did it? So you're oh, not getting man, them? I had that happen. I'm not going to get I got it. a Peace. check oh. on
6: mine. you. I had that happen to me like two years ago, yeah. and I wasn't getting them. And you said, did you pay your dues to yep. me? And I was like, yeah, of course I did. And then yeah. you were right. I hadn't. It was. It's like the main reason to pay your dues. And I think, did we go like electronic this do year? It, it, what happened? Did we go electronic this year or something? Yeah, they changed it up a little
5: bit.
4: But we why don't you, dues. I don't,
2: see, I don't do anything. It just comes out of my check.
5: Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah, I do. I don't pay anything. It just automatically comes Ask out. Ask my
5: wife. I don't know. I, yeah. Like, well, I, need likewise, to do I just know that I get my screener copy. Yeah. So Normally we would. Paid. Yeah, we would get uh, like a bill in the mail. You know, my wife would do it that way. And then I guess there was a switch over. Because I don't take care of any of that stuff. And because I'm the one in the union, right. maybe I got that. But this is
3: sort of a general lesson to anyone who's thinking yeah. of joining a union. Only join unions that send you screener
4: copies. <laughs> nice. There you go.
3: Ricky
1: Gervais is hosting. It's his fifth fifth time doing that. Lined up to present are uh, Pierce Brosnan, Tim Allen, Margot Robbie, Harvey Keitel, Salma Hayek, Amy Poehler, Rami Malek, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Ricky Donnie, Davey Davey. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Dakota Fanning, uh, Chris Evans, Char- uh, Charlie Theron, Tiffany Haddish, uh, Kate McKinnon, Will Ferrell, Octavia Spencer, Sofia Vergara, uh, Kerry Washington, Ted Danson, Daniel Craig, and Glenn Close. So, it's a good lineup.
3: I, with Ricky Gervais, I think you can't go wrong. He's had some of the funniest Golden Globes. His stuff is just—he just doesn't give a rat's ass. Uh,
1: Marvel Studios President uh, Kevin Feige. Well, how, how did Kevin Feige. Smith Feige, 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 Feige pronounce yeah. it? All right, Kevin Feige is confirming the rumors that a transgender character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe will be unveiled soon. Uh, When asked by a student at the New York Film Academy about the future of a transgender character, he said yes, absolutely yes, very soon in a movie that we are shooting right now. Hmm. Uh, He didn't specify which movie would include a character or when it would be released. Uh, Feige underlined Marvel and Disney's push for diversity and inclusion, pointing out that two movies set for release this year were directed by women and adding that several new shows on Disney Plus are also helmed by women. He said, we have three other shows that we've announced. Uh, We haven't announced the players yet, but spoiler alert, two out of three of them are women. Uh, He said, it makes for better stories. I say, when you're sitting at a table and everyone looks at you, you're in trouble and you aren't going to get the best story out of that. Uh, when news broke on Twitter, several Marvel stars, including Mark Ruffalo, celebrated, and he wrote, Go Marvel. So I don't know what movie that is or when it's I think it's out. the
3: next Hulk movie. They're making him trans. Oh, really? Not- She-Hulk? <laughs> actually, yeah. a real character. She-Hulk is actually on the docket for this year. Okay. Uh, let's see.
1: Ricky Lake. Remember her? Yes. Yeah. Says so she finally feels liberated and free after revealing that she has been secretly battling hair loss for years. Uh, The 51-year-old hit up Instagram to share a series of shots featuring her newly shaved head. She said, First thing is, uh, I'm not sick, thank God. I'm not having a midlife crisis, nor am I having a mental breakdown, though I have been suffering. And it was a picture of her smiling in a shaved head, and she said, suffering mostly in silence off and on for almost 30 years, and I'm finally ready to share my secret. So, it's so, not
3: alopecia? It's not, no. it's, it, what What is
1: it? Oh, my it, God. Is, it's just,
2: it's hair loss. It, it happens to people all the time. It right. It happens to women all the time, I should say. Yeah. Um, there's a, a blogger that I follow on, um, or influencer or whatever, on Instagram, and she's... I think she's probably late 20s maybe she's early 30s and um she has this and it's just she has thin hair it's hair loss and it's you know when you're that young I mean actually at any age I'm sure it's terrible but um you know she she finally one day took her wig off and she posted a picture and she was like I wear a wig like Don't you know, they know there's a
3: $3000 $3, glowing cap you can wear Oh that, my god uh, I saw that ad the other day they advertise on cable uh, um, Listen
2: this is I have I have very very thin hair Every, it's why I don't get like um, permanent dyes in my yeah. hair and stuff like that because i 'm afraid it's gonna damage it 's just going to damage it so much, yeah, so like this is this is a fear for me because yeah. my mom has a full head of hair she 's beautiful hair, but my dad um, you know has been balding since he 's young, and I obviously get it from his side of the family I was, huh. talk,
5: I was talking to a friend not that long ago, and he is from California. And he was telling me that, uh, like, the it girl from his graduating class, like, the homecoming queen, she had gotten it. And she had gotten it at, like, a really early age.
3: Well, it's let me dead ask dead. you, yeah. so with the same things that men can do as, as far as, or, or, you know, the transplants Yeah, the there's a bunch of, of stuff
2: that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. But,
3: a baby, like, surgical stuff does, you know. I mean, like, you you look at. Yeah, but you
2: can see, like, that stuff, you can see it. You know what I mean? It's not like you're. You look at,
3: like, Elton John and. Well, people have had, those people you that know who's had it? Who, the, uh, I have it a brain fart. I can't believe I am the, the former host of The Soup. Uh, and a uh, community. Oh, Joel, Joel, McHale. McHale. Joel McHale had, had his it?
6: hair was transplanted. He was very, he looked good.
3: Very, yeah, he looks fine. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy
6: Piven's done it too and yeah. you can't quite tell, but you know, I think it is different for men than it is for women. I mean, just the length of the hair on on a woman, I probably would end up looking a little different if you had the, the hair transplant. Well, it's it's,
3: uh, it's sad. So she shows she's um, saying the culprit is over Dying and things of that nature? Oh,
6: no, no, no. She said it's just...
2: No, I think it's she just hair genetic. loss. All right. Yeah, I was just yeah. saying I am, like, overly cautious with what I do with my hair because of that. Is
3: this awake right now?
2: No, it's, oh, okay. it's not.
3: <laughs> hey, this was uh,
1: sad news. A woman named uh, Kenji Cohen, uh, she's the writer and producer best known for her work on Orange is the New Black. She's one of the creators of that. And Weeds uh, addressed her 20-year-old son Charlie Knoxon's death in a oh. statement uh, she said, our hearts are shattered. Our dear boy, Charlie Knoxon died on New Year's Eve on a ski slope in Park City. He had a oh, skiing God. accident. I think he skied oh,
3: into man. a sign, like a sign about the slope.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, she said, the cliches about moments like this are true, it turns out. The one about life forever changing in a split second, about mm-hmm. the fact that we are all bound up in a web of love and loss, about the primacy of community in times of unfathomable tragedy. Uh, so Charlie was vacationing in Park City with his uh, father and uh, his two younger siblings when the accident occurred. He was a student in philosophy, economics, and uh, Chinese at uh, Columbia University. That's, Dad, that's horrible. So, man. Mm.
3: Sonny Bono died in a skiing accident. What oh, uh, happened? Liam Neeson's it- wife. What was her name? Natasha Uh, Leone? Miranda Richardson? Miranda Richardson? Miranda Richardson. Miranda Richardson. Richardson, So uh, she died that way. There was an actor years and years ago who almost died. He was uh, Clint Walker, big burly guy, was always playing sort of a mountain man. Mm -hmm. He was skiing down, and he did that thing where his ski pole got in front of him and rammed into his stomach. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he had uh, tremendous internal injuries. Wow. It is
1: a dangerous sport. You got to be careful.
3: Uh, let's see. On to
1: lighter things. Benny and Josh uh, Safdie's Uncut Gems, starring Adam Sandler, has earned critical kudos during the award season, but it recently earned the less celebrous recognition, recognition for dropping the F bomb 408 times during wow. the film. Wow. That's approximately three times per minute.
2: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> that's pretty that's, amazing. That's how that's often. It's pretty amazing. Wow. Uh, how many of those Who
3: was the previous holder?
1: Uh, so it puts it in seventh place.
6: It's not top. Oh, my God. It's in
1: seventh place for the uh, most F-bomb film in history. Now, I don't
6: know what those well, top six are. At one point, it was Lebowski. Uh, it was number one. And then... Uh, was Starface Scarface Pulp, before uh, that? No, no. Because it was Blink-182,
5: right? It was uh, Oh, I remember Scarface that. Scarface
6: held it for a little while. And okay. then number five earlier was on. Sing. No, it was not Sing. Sing. <laughs> Pulp
5: Fiction was up on the
1: list,
3: too. It yeah. ranked really high for a long time. Okay. Uh, so anyhow, 408 times. Well, I wonder if uh, Mansell's Menzel uh, has to be dropping some F-bombs as well because she plays his wife in this. Yeah, I and, would imagine. Uh, so right from Frozen to the highest F-bomb quotient of any movie. Yep, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Adam, it seems that his Twitter account uh, was hacked.
1: And it's uh, been reported by Variety that the star uh, had his account improperly accessed, which proceeded to retweet a number of accounts that contained several derogatory and poorly spelled messages all the account's tweets appear to have been deleted, save for one hyping the release of the actor's crime drama, Uncut Gems. Uh, this attack comes just days after the same thing happened to Mariah Carey's account on New Year's Eve, which was attributed to the hacker group known as Chuckling Squad. Hmm. Uh, some of the tweets that came from her account were directed at uh, Eminem. There were some barbs uh, who has a long-standing feud with her ex-husband, Nick Cannon. Yes. Uh, but like with the Sandler account, the tweets were soon deleted.
5: So Eminem has been, like, dropping all these diss tracks on Nick Cannon. I have he's, been, no- he's been beefing yeah. with Nick Cannon, as they say. <laughs> and all did um did Mariah, like, join Eminem's side at one point? No, or- no. Okay. She's right. beefing with Eminem. All right.
3: Yeah. I would love to know what this beef's all about. Uh, well, uh, they're, they're, apparently there are all sorts of issues, but Nick Cannon went hard at Eminem uh, by attacking his family. Uh-oh. And, uh, you know... It, it's crazy, man. Strangely enough, the beef is about pork. Yeah. <laughs> it's what's
1: for supper. It's what's for dinner, so they're having it. Uh, all right. How about this? Speaking of food. Speaking yes, of please. having them for dinner, but how about breakfast? Gene Simmons has shaken the world of many foodies on Twitter after revealing the unconventional way that he keeps the milk in his cereal
3: cold. Are you sitting down?
1: He welcomed 2020 by sharing on Twitter that he puts ice cubes in his cereal. Uh, there's a uh, there's a picture of his cereal, and it says anyone else put ice cubes in their cereal. When I'm having my
3: cookie crisp, I like the milk to remain cold.
1: Actually, he had mixed two different types of cereal. He appeared to be uh, having frosted mini wheats and, and Mr. Or- T and Oreos. Uh, he's oh. a
5: complete psychopath.
1: Oreo O's. Yeah. So, uh, while some on Twitter applauded his innovative take on the breakfast staple, others were aghast at the addition of ice to the milk. Oh, get off your high horse. Uh, Simmons. I like my milk cold. I do like this comment, though. Simmons' uh, son, Nick, responded to his dad's tweet, writing, 30 years. Mm-hmm. 30 years watching him do this. <laughs> this is my
5: life. If ice. there's
3: any consolation, I probably banged your mother. <laughs>
5: All right, so why not? I mean, if this were my father and it bothered me for thirty years, imagine I would... Gene Simmons was your dad. That would be crazy. Um, I don't I... want to play catch. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably make you disgust me. <laughs> I would make a tray of ice cubes out of milk.
3: What does Delco mean?
5: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what people are
1: pointing
3: out. Freeze yeah. the milk, freeze and, the milk, and throw that in there. Okay, and, and do
1: it that way. Because
3: so. as the uh, to your point, as the ice melts, it's going to dilute the milk. Yeah. And to me, that would be worse than having warm milk.
1: Yeah, it. But listen, your 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 whole milk and two percent and one percent and stuff like that. It's just diluted. That's all there's. Various
3: levels of viscosity. Yeah,
1: they just (laughs) you put it in your car. Exactly, it's like motor oil. Absolutely viscosity.
5: It's kind of like octanes, I think.
1: Uh, But anyhow, yeah, they just uh, essentially you water it down, and that's uh, less fat. So you know, it's not that. I'll tell you what
3: I do enjoy is butter in every square of my waffles. Ah. No, I know that's. Some, I, I know hear. someone
1: you you need. There's to common ground there. Mm, yeah, uh, Unbutterable is the guy.
3: <laughs> uh, but uh, what's I, your I, name, son? I don't
1: why know. Are you crying. <laughs> I don't know why the desperate need to. I mean, I, I tear through a bowl of cereal. Yep. My
3: milk does not have a chance to get
1: so warm. So I can't. Yeah, I funny. can't actually.
3: I can't actually buy like cinnamon toast crunch. Occasionally, I'll do it. Maybe once or twice a year. Because I will eat three-quarters of a box of cereal. (laughs) Because it's... I don't know what it is, but I, I love it, But and I, mean, and I just keep going. As I'll long as there's it, milk, I'll eat it quickly.
1: It's, yeah, like it's
2: not something that sits there. No.
1: In fact, you know, and, and some of my kids will do the thing where they just let it turn into mush. No! I know, right? No! I, I think as it. a kid, I kind of was that way. I think that's more of a kid thing, mm. but uh, I prefer it uh, cold and crunchy. So cold I get and right, crunchy.
3: I get right to it. That's right. Like mm. Cocoa Puffs. That's right. Cocoa Puffs need to be cold and crunchy.
5: <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, speaking of what? cold and crunchy. Uh, You're the kid uh, from Delco, right? Yeah, I'm the kid from Delco. uh Kashi Peanut Butter Crunch. Put that I used to despise radar, Kashi because
3: yeah. it's like you were eating a, a wooden table. Yeah. But now I love it. Really? Yeah. You I like did. wood now. I love wood now. Though <laughs> Kashi makes, um there are knockoff versions of these cereals that are actually from health food companies. So there is something that's akin to Cocoa Puffs that's better for you. Supposedly, I'm probably just buying it because it's has vitamins listed on the on the box I'm being a, a big sucker because they but said it's better yeah, for you <laughs> I, I realize you just fall for it they put it on the label it's got to be true I haven't had Kashi in, in a long it time it says it's going to make me a big strong boy
2: Wait, I can't but... remember the last time I had cereal
5: oh man Look. I have it every weekend yeah.
2: yesterday because well, I don't love I don't love milk so I mean I have I did eat cereal growing put up ice in it. but it's not something that I would have what about every almond day.
5: milk can
3: you do that
2: no that like I, I think that grosses me out more
3: I'd rather fillet an ox <laughs> <laughs> wow I, I hear you. Yeah. Do you? You're on I mean, board with that?
1: You <laughs> yeah. got the tongue the to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Right.
3: Uh,
1: um well, Maybe we'll circle back to this. We got some calls coming in because I, do, I also- It's like a life question. hack. I also have the question about mixing different types of cereals <laughs> together.
5: Yeah. Uh, Just eat two bowls of
1: cereal. I don't, I don't, well, you know, maybe they like the combination of the flavor. Well, oh, maybe, right. maybe they're communists. I've
2: actually never heard of that.
1: Uh, all right. Anyhow, we might come back. We to need then. to come back to this. I it's do have some other, save the other, other things to get to. Um, so Rob McElhenney and Charlie Day have a new show uh, called Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet, and it's coming out in February. It follows a team of video game developers as they navigate the challenges of running a popular video game. And it's interesting looking at the, the names. Most of these I don't recognize, Steve,
3: but F Murray Abraham. Abraham. No going I saw show. that. You know, he and if he's he, a distinguished actor, but he's also funny. He, he is. can be a, a funny comedic actor. Yeah. So, uh to he have p- him in this, um so, so every, when I hear about this, I think of Silicon Valley and I think of the same sort of dynamic, you know, yeah. uh developing this stuff, but the game, it the title is the game that they are working on and uh <laughs> These guys never drop the ball, so I'm very much yep. looking forward. to it. And it's with Apple Plus. Apparently, as free as it is to work for Netflix, Apple Plus, they basically just go: here's your check, go
5: do it, have fun. No kidding.
1: But unlike other Apple TV Plus launches, the entire season will be available to binge when it premieres on February 7. So you can dive right in. Watch I love it. to
3: watch TV while I'm eating my cereal. I think you do. <laughs> Keep it nice and cold, please. We have to get him on to find out what. Uh, yeah.
5: yeah. I also yeah I want to talk to him because of these videos he's put out on Instagram lately where he's been singing and playing the guitar yeah had no idea that he would a had a good voice and then b he was a, a guitar player I mean he's not you know <laughs> did uh, you see the he's video
10: slash but
5: him with uh, uh, Caitlyn where there she's there he start he's singing
3: a song and she keeps jumping in yeah she and it was starts the, the, the frailing frailing theme. at yeah. yeah it's great yeah.
1: All right, so speaking of streaming services, uh, Disney Plus launched successfully in 2019 and is building momentum for the next year. Uh, And they have a release of a fresh slate of shows. The most noteworthy is Marvel's original WandaVision. Yeah. Starring Kat Dennings, Randall Park, and Katherine Hahn. Uh, That's set for 2021. Any idea what that
3: might be about? Yeah, it's the Scarlet Witch and Vision now, when I they 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 had sort of a, um, a a setup saying it's going to be done like a sixty sitcom. You saw that,
5: yeah. The right. I would prefer that not to be the case.
3: But it's done where they have these powers, so it's it's a take on that where they're kind of living a residential life as a couple.
5: Mm-hmm. So, so Kat actually.
3: Dennings and
1: Randall Park and Catherine Hahn are going to be on that show too with with uh, Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen. That's awesome.
6: That's what I'm guessing. And they're moving it up Preston from 2021 to this year. Oh. It'll okay. be out later this year.
3: All right, excellent. I so they're those. taking uh, these um these very cool concepts and flipping it, it uh, you know, you, how many times throughout the course of uh, the early days of Marvel, where you are like, I am not so sure about that, and then you end up loving it. For yeah. me, I am just now. So we have a picture of it up in the studio here, and you can see Preston. They have the both the Vision and uh, the Scarlet Witch sitting on the couch, a la
6: you know, Ozzy and Harriet. There is also going to be a Marvel series, Steve. I can I can't remember the name of it, but it's. Um what would have happened if uh what if i think it's is, is it yes, it's if, exactly if, that if somebody took a left instead of taking a right and it's all these stories about all these marvel characters that you know and love and it's just a slight twist and then uh the butterfly effect and everything that happened after okay. so
3: for example Preston, what if it was agent carter who who uh, drank the super soldier serum and nice. not captain america not steve rogers no
5: kidding okay I love
3: it. Uh, by the way, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is coming out as well.
1: Uh, Disney Plus's teaser also included a look at the highly anticipated return of Hillary Duff in the Lizzie McGuire revival. Mm-hmm. Fans can also tune in for the finale or the final season of Star Wars, The Clone Wars, The Muppets Unscripted series, Muppets Now, original movies, uh, Timmy Failure, Mistakes We Made, Stargirl, the Phineas and Ferb movie, Candace Against the Universe, and secret society of second-born royals, as well as the docu-series "Rogue Trip" and becoming. So
3: I'm on. I'm actually on it all the time. And over the holidays, I watched a movie called Togo, which was okay. effing awesome. Was it really? All right. It is great. It's with Willem Dafoe. It's yeah. based on you know that's the serum run of 1925 where they made the uh, Bal- Balto. I think was the, uh, the the story you know about that sled dog, yeah, uh, who who helped get the serum through to the sick kids up in Nomo, Alaska. The real story is this other team that went far greater distance and a more risky adventure, Uh, but it's just an amazing movie done the way Disney does these things better than anyone else. Man, I I read
6: the title on Disney+, Plus, Steve. I didn't know anything about it. I just thought it was called To Go.
3: Yeah, Yeah, can I get this To Go?
5: Uh, Steve, I need you to talk me through the settings on my – because watching The Mandalorian – it's doing that thing where It's it's your TV. No, you, it's not. Do you have your TV on the soap opera, the motion No, cuz every other programming on every other app and everything right. else is well, not that. So it's got to be with I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh man, Steve. <laughs> I was going to Steve. <laughs> Sorry about that Preston. <laughs> uh there is a setting. Like it's it's a motion capture setting where whatever I'm watching, you can tell that it's on a movie set somewhere. So, you know Preston, what? I mean?
3: What? what be, it's referred it's to as the so soap opera effect. Yeah. So, when you see motion and it appears like it's almost like live, yep. and and uh, some people love that and some Wait, people that's hate a that. Setting. Yeah, you can. It's a setting. It, sometimes it's on your TV. Most often, yeah, but sometimes doesn't... you can set it. I guess perhaps in in the preferences for this. You notice yeah, the know, the person I talked that. to is uh, Nick Murphy. Murphy. Nick
5: Murphy. Yeah. Oh. Oh. All right. I'll talk to both of you guys offline. All right,
3: right, let's do that. Uh,
1: We have uh, a Friday before us and a movie opening. Oh!
5: I've only got one, but uh, Uh we'll
1: give it the full regalia, the the full presentation.
0: (laughs) All
1: right, one movie on my list, and it's The Grudge. It's a horror film. Nicholas Pesci is the director. Is this a reboot
3: or what is this? This is a reboot of The Grudge, which was just out, what, 10 years ago?
1: Okay. Um, Did you
3: like the original? I thought, so the original original is a Japanese movie, which I really like. Uh, There was a time in which all these Japanese movies like The Ring and they were all being, you know, remade for American audiences with American casts. And uh, so I like The uh, Grudge. Uh, but uh I see no reason to remake it.
1: Uh so it's gonna star uh Betty Gilpin, John Cho. Lynn Shea is in it. Was she in the original? No. She what's the
3: the series she was she's in? She's from Insidious. Insidious. You know she's also in Preston? Running Man for like a minute. Is she what? really? Yes. She's she ends up in a lot of those movies of that time because She's related to one of the guys who's in the the movie company. Okay. I and mean, she told us about this, and she'd kind of sneak her way into all these different movies.
1: I've,
5: I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh,
3: Two detectives
1: investigate a suspected haunted house where a curse is placed on any who enter. It is rated R. It's an hour and 34 minutes long, and there's no score for it as of yet. So that opens this weekend. We are now ready for the clips. <laughs> Frankie Faison plays William Matheson, a caring husband, supporting his wife suffering from dementia in The Grudge. Uh Uh-huh. In this clip, Frankie discusses what entices people to watch horror films. Here we go.
0: We all have these crazy thoughts in our minds and our imaginations. It's just a or really a place where everything just stores and to release it, you go to a horror film and you see it happening to people up on the screen and you know that it's not real. So it's okay. And they also want to have your blood, you know, you want to be stimulated a little bit. You want to get that rush and you want to be frightened.
5: I don't but- give a. F- <laughs> we had him in the studio. This yep,
1: we here, nice yeah. guy. Uh, and the He gave no com-
3: indication he'd be starring in a horrible
1: movie. It <laughs> uh, comes out today in theaters. Next clip, here we go. Tom Selleck plays New York Police Commissioner Frank Reagan with the uh, patriarch of the Reagan clan, a multi-generational family of cops in blue bloods. Uh, here the legendary TV star discusses how this show continues to thrive during its 10th
0: season. You work on a lot of shows where you can kind of have to walk on eggshells and hopefully you say to yourself, boy, if I ever get my own show, I'm not going to make it like that. And uh, on Blue Blood, we got a bunch of people who said that to themselves and come to work with a happy face on. So it's a joy.
6: No, no, but
1: yeah. Uh, Blue Bloods aired today. That is at 10 on CBS. So it's been on for 10 years.
3: I like Tom Selleck. We've had him on a couple (laughs) of times. He's a guy who's obviously all his life been impossibly good looking, but he's very self-deprecating, you know? Yep. All right, and there you go, your
1: entertainment roundup for this Friday morning, friends. We are going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment or two. We've got some uh, rain uh, that's kind of hanging around in the area. It's going to make for an interesting drive. We'll get a look at traffic, see what you're dealing with. We also are going to have our buddy Jeff Devlin getting set for the 2020 filling Home Show. Details more coming up. We'll be back in just a little bit.
8: MMR's day off on the slopes at Jack Frost Mountain, Friday, January 10th. Look out below! celebrate winter with the best lift ticket deal out there along with a pierre robert live broadcast and a legendary happy hour with jackson live from e2000 lounge listen up there's still time to save money on your lift tickets ski the day with us for twenty dollars through our pre-sale available while supplies last or until noon on january 8th wmmr.com has all the details MMRs stay off on the slopes. Sip, ski, and be merry. Friday, January 10th at Jack Frost Mountain from JFBB, where the snow comes first, and 93.3 WMMR. Everything there rocks.
1: By the way, I saw. I looked out in the Xfinity Lounge and saw some of our calendar girls are here this morning. Annabelle has
4: arrived. Annabelle
1: is here. <laughs> uh, no, Allison, who's on the cover. Uh, Dominique and Olivia, who are within the pages, are going to be on our hottie cam a little while. Our buddy Terry Myers from Terry Myers Entertainment is bringing these ladies by, and I'll give you some of the details about his organization. Uh, you can hire some people, some great professional uh, promotional staff to come and work with sure. his events and so on. Uh, from Terry Myers Entertainment. So uh, we'll let you know when the camera's up and running in a little while. Hey, I was a little disappointed to see this. The, uh, the Hershey's Kissmobile Cruiser, you know that? Yeah. The part, they're, they're, what are you going to say? They're getting rid of it. What? Yeah. They are. I love that thing. They are retiring the Kissmobiles. Apparently there's more than one, but at the end of this year... Well, I
3: have one they can borrow. Man. The Kissmobile. <laughs> it's I different. Didn't, I didn't even think of that.
1: But they're, uh, yeah, they're retiring that. Kiss... Yeah. Uh, based on, I'm sorry, I, I stepped on him, do it one more time Kiss Uh, based on the age and condition of the Kissmobiles We've decided to discontinue using it as community goodwill program At the end of this year, a spokesman said
3: I think this is probably because it ran that special ed bus off the highway by accident Maybe it was a bad yep. PR Uh, no, I said, we made this
1: decision out of the safety for our employees and the public So there you go, Steve, maybe mm-hmm. it was uh it has become increasingly difficult to safely maintain the KISS Mobiles due to their aging condition and the increasing difficulty sourcing suitable replacement parts for these custom
3: vehicles. Yeah, I don't suppose you can walk into Pet Boys yeah. and found her find, a, find a, a Hershey Kiss replacement. But the these things I think, like the Oscar Mayer Wienomobile and all that stuff, they're they're iconic. I know. You know, I, I and know. I love to see them. And is every time you go out? You know when you pass by one of these things on the highway or whatever, it's it's cool. Yeah. You know what I couldn't
1: thinking of this, and he says that it's essentially you know it's difficult to keep the thing together and keep yeah. it running safely. Is why can't someone could I would think be able to fix that up like Minerva? Why were they never able to fix Minerva? They certainly tried. With all their might, somebody's got to be able to fix something like that. Well, you would it's think. It's never completely 100% beyond repair, right? Oh,
3: no, absolutely. I've
1: and seen I, Monster I,
3: Garage. Of course. Stuff
1: like that. They've
3: taken, they basically <laughs> press and they've taken a cigarette lighter and built a car around right. it. Yeah. So if they can do that, they can do that with this. I mean, the
5: Minerva Shell
3: is... Beautiful, it, it is all of that stuff and all of the work that was done on the body and everything. It, as far as its drivability, yeah. it's more a showpiece, right? But um,
6: yeah, if you plan to drive
3: over things like an envelope,
6: yeah, uh, then it might yeah. be an issue. It'll but bottom but that, out. to yeah. your point, Preston, why? Why is it not drivable? I mean, yeah. and I. I guess it's just not because they've tried so many times. I, I'm, I'm sure I told you guys the story one time, but I was driving Minerva and uh, we were going up a slight incline and literally the gas pedal went through the floor of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, so maybe it's time to pull over. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. The
1: Cruisers, <laughs> uh, apparently they're 26 foot long custom made vehicles resembling three Hershey's Kisses. They were created in 1997. I thought they were a lot older than that. Uh, to promote Hershey's 1897 yeah to promote Hershey's candies and to raise donations for the Children's Miracle Network well,
3: there's a beautiful reason to have it out and about then
1: uh but fans of the Kiss Mobile can see it uh see one of them at the Antique Auto Museum in Hershey where it will be on display as part of their permanent
5: collection All right, can we buy another one i mean we we keep We stri- can't even get a fire truck Well I'm saying we keep striking out with the fire truck but maybe the Kiss Mobile yeah that might be something that's
3: uh You know uncannible. we do though we, we we take the KISS wrappers out of it and just make yeah. it three turds in a row.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh um, Because that would be our thing. We can't yeah. we can't lay claim to the KISS. Our station vehicles, what, we have a couple of Tahoes. We have a van, right? Yeah, we have we a have van a couple I believe. Vans, yeah. Yeah. I think mean, we have three Tahoes. Three uh, how many one van or two vans? Two. I yeah, would there's... love to and I you know, I would love for at least one of our vans paint it up. Like the Mystery Machine of Scooby Doo, okay, you know what I mean, and, and where it says on the side of Mystery Machine, have that font, you know, say W-M-D-L-A-L-R. like WMMR. I Maybe. think that one
6: Minerva used to be mistaken for the Mystery Machine when when it's uh, not its current iteration, oh, really? which is more rock now. But the the when it was, uh, I could see pe- that it was kind of a Peter Max yep. type of a uh, yeah, uh, yeah, theme no, on outside of it. I and- can I can absolutely see that. Yeah. I think those things are fun. I'm
3: you drive as I said before you're. I was mesmerized. We talked about this. Uh, I was driving down 76, and this vehicle that apparently has these banners, electronic banners, all wrapped around it with commercials running and everything lit up comes by, and I was mesmerized. Mm. So, you know, can we get the Kissmobile out?
1: Uh, We'll work on it. I do have some other car information I thought that that was interesting Uh, And the question is, which of the cars around you in traffic are more likely being driven by somebody with recent speeding tickets? The top 10 list of cars whose drivers have the most speeding tickets. I have this. It's a survey by insurance shopping website Insurify. And uh, notably... None of the luxury brands offering big super performance cars like uh, BMW's M Series or Cadillac's V Series and uh, Mercedes AMG made the list. None of so the ones you'd expect to be zipping along aren't. In fact, every vehicle in the top ten had a base price described as significantly below thirty seven thousand two hundred eighty five dollars, the average retail Hmm. price of a new vehicle. In uh, June of 2019. So are a lot
3: of these vehicles relatively new? That Are are you more likely to yeah. be? Okay, all right. I just think these are the people that drive fast yeah. and get
1: caught. So I've got
3: the list here, if you yeah,
1: want, the top it. 10 of the vehicles with the most speeding ticket per driver. Uh, and it starts with the, the Hyundai Veloster. I've never even heard
5: of that. Hmm. Oh, yeah. The, that's like the Hyundai sports car.
1: Okay, the Subaru Impreza. Velociraptor, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Infiniti G thirty seven,
9: John, John Samos,
1: <laughs> the Dodge Dart, Stephen, the oh, you. Dodge are the Dodge Dart. Dart that yeah. was my well that was my second car after the Bonneville, uh, the Ram twenty five hundred, the Jeep Wrangler Unlimited, really? uh, the Hyundai Genesis Coupe. Uh, the Volkswagen GTI.
5: Oh, I like that one.
1: Number t number two Good on the list. Number two on the list is the Scion
3: FRS.
1: The Scion. Well, I, it was Scion Sc-
5: Con It was Scion Con Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if,
3: if you get just a basic Scion without the Con package,
5: yeah, if it's affordable. Con- yeah, 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 it's affordable. The Con package has a radar in it. And yes. That's why they never get caught. How
3: much for the Con
5: Con?
8: I'm Yeah.
5: Yeah, I know.
3: I want yeah. the con- I want the con con and the undercoating.
4: Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> but you don't want the jet. You- no, no, no.
5: no. It's, that's unnecessary. Well, can yeah. you go
3: talk to your manager? Where
0: are you gonna wait? Yeah, wait right <laughs>
5: here. Just go tell you.
3: Where you gonna wait?
0: Where y'all
3: go? What? Oh my
5: god! I've been here right all here. day long, man. I've been waiting.
3: <laughs> I want the Kong Kong package.
1: Um, okay, that's the Scion. Scion FR.
0: Scion
3: the Kong Kong. Yes. I have to talk to my manager. Um, let me go uh, see what I can do. All right.
0: Where y'all go? What? Right
1: here. All right, number one on this list of the top ten vehicles with the most speeding tickets per driver is the Subaru WRX. Oh yeah, that really? is a fast yeah. car. People yeah. like driving
3: that uh-huh. faster
6: too. They they soup it up. Agreed for street racing. This yeah. is this is a
3: street racer's
1: dream. You see the 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 youngins. Uh, I guess they call rice it out or yeah you know, they they soup it up and and get it going. So keen wide up now is the uh, yeah. the <laughs> least speeding tickets. Uh, So these are the top ten of the least speeding tickets per driver. The Ford Contour, the Audi Q7, the Chevrolet Venture, the Dodge Caravan, Ford Windstar. Number five is the Smart 4.2. So a lot of these are are crossovers, right? Minivans? Uh, I don't know. Uh, The Kia Rondo. Hmm. A lot of these I don't know the names of. Uh, The Mazda MPV.
6: The, yeah, that's a minivan.
1: The Chevrolet C2500 and the Chevrolet Astro. So that's a
6: van as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah my family had like four of those on the list. <laughs> the, the Astro vans or, the, the, or all the, the, yeah. So you there, guys... We have the Dodge Caravan. We had the Windstar. We had the Astro. So what
3: <laughs> – <laughs> I guess that's a necessary part when you get a family. There's just no way, right? There's yeah, there's we've no... had
1: – Three or four vans. Yeah. yeah, you gotta have that.
5: Yeah, uh, yeah. We just had the one. I, I didn't mind it. I mean, listen, it it had power to it. I and... minded it in high school when I was
6: driving around. and I, I well, thought yeah. it was so uncool at that point. I mean, when not... you were driving it, or, or being a, a passenger in it. No, when I was driving it. You know, when when the, when really? the cool kids. In high school? Well, yeah. You yeah, would have kind of stoked. Here's, my, here's my minivan. Yeah. Uh, 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 but I tell you what, you're right. With the amenities that they have
5: now, oh, uh, yeah. it makes it a lot more. At least you're you're going in style. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah but I mean, at, at 16, I didn't care what I was driving. I just wanted to drive something. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't care if it was a minivan or or I a guess person. it was better than the Skylark. <laughs> yeah. Which mm. was a total
1: piece of crap. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, if you drive those, then uh, you're doing okay. Hang on a second. Speaking of driving, Sean... Used to drive the Kissmobile. Oh. Uh, hi, Sean. You're on the air. Good morning.
9: No, no, but yeah. Uh,
1: a, but yeah. Hey, so uh, did you did you live in the Hershey area? How did you get this gig?
9: No, guys. Uh, I, I had, At the time, I answered a uh, monster ad. And it was, uh, it was like mobile marketing driver. And Hershey's actually contracted out with a uh, mobile marketing company out in Chicago. Huh.
1: All right. And... and- so you would just, uh, would, you, would you drive it all over the country?
9: Yeah, yeah. They, they would uh, awesome. hire me up for uh, gigs, and I actually rem- remember driving it from uh, San Diego all the way back to Hershey sometimes. And uh, I heard you guys talking about, like, them servicing it and everything. And I actually should take it from one of the cruisers from Hershey to Cincinnati to get it serviced. Because I guess they had a relationship with this company out of Cincinnati so huh. i was taking on road there a few times and uh
3: so what 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 vehicle was it built on what did they do you know what the platform was
9: it was a chassis
3: it was a what now
9: it was the box truck it
3: was a chassis okay all right okay. interesting and, and so how was it to drive
9: uh, it was it was a little difficult because I guess they just introduced the uh the backup camera back then at that Time and um, so when we were driving it, we had to use the backup camera along with uh, our co-workers at the time. We had to get their visuals on like backing up into spots and everything. And uh, but it was a really cool gig. I you know I did it for about uh, two seasons and uh, went all across North America. And,
4: wow!
1: Um, hey, and uh, Sean, did so it she, did did it ever get you laid? I don't
9: I can't get into it. Oh! Yeah,
4: yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The freaking Hershey Mobile. Got me late. I mean, laid. you expect that from the Oscar Meyer Wiener Mobile. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I'm just curious. It was,
9: it was awesome. I mean, we we were we wanted to bring it out on the uh, – we had tours in Toronto, we wanted to bring out the Blue Jays Stadium at the Sky Dome, and, and Casey I actually tried to get it to go to a fish festival, but they wouldn't allow it. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> They wouldn't allow it <laughs> because
3: with all the munchies, they would have tried to eat the thing. Oh, that's oh, funny! I yeah, that
9: yeah. was all about raising donations for the Children's Miracle Network and selling all
3: the chocolate and stuff. So, Dude, you know I mean the fact that it was doing the Children's Miracle Network and all that stuff is cool. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that they're taking him off the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it
9: was it was awesome because a couple of years ago I was able to see it at the the museum you in Press and did it amazing. recognize
3: you? <laughs> did it get all excited? <laughs>
9: I'll I'll have to send you guys a few
1: pictures. Yeah, please. Please do. All right, thanks, Ryan, or Sean. Sorry about that. We have Ryan, who's another caller on the line. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. All right, well, anyhow, so I had that, um, uh, the list of the cars. I have a different kind of list. So we're at the uh, beginning of a new year. We're at the end of a decade. We're starting a new decade. We're now going into the 20s, so a lot of these end-of-decade Lists have popped up, and this one's pretty interesting. So I thought this might be uh, nice to take a little. I love walk this through. stuff. Yeah. Um, and essentially, it's the most interesting things that we learned about love and relationships from the world of science from the past ten years. Uh, and I've got a, a few of these
3: I can highlight for you. Okay, are these? So, these are all from the world of science.
1: Yeah. So these were research projects that were done with like, some legitimate results,
3: like the Just Institute
1: it's in, a lot in West le- Virginia. You know what? This could be from the Just Saying Institute. I mean, all we right. haven't visit, visited the JSI, <laughs> JSI. at all. Those in the know call it, and uh, we didn't visit it much uh, towards the end of
6: uh, last. They're year, back so. in session. The yeah, semester started up. Yeah, nice they start break. Early.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So
6: Located over two
3: hundred sprawling acres in West Virginia, the Just Saying Institute <laughs> provides information and insignificant <laughs> to morning shows around the world. Insignificant. <laughs> all right, gonna... elaborate monorail system conducts everyone around the campus. <laughs>
1: Uh, We're going to start with this. This So this is uh, what we learned about love and relationships from the world of science. Number one on this list, women are happier with less attractive men.
3: (laughs) Well, then my wife must be ecstatic.
1: A 2017 study out of Florida State University found that in successful relationships, the woman is generally more, quote, aesthetically gifted than her partner.
3: And that women are happier with less attractive men. How, honestly, in life, and stop and think about it, how many times are you prompted to say, wow, how did he get
4: her? Right, yeah.
6: And, and, the reverse, and the reverse rarely happens. Rarely happens. happens.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Uh, in the survey, a group of 113 newlywed couples were rated on their individual looks. The researchers found that if the male was less attractive than his wife, he was much more likely to compensate with gifts, sexual favors, and doing chores around the
3: house.
5: Yeah, <laughs> always, right? Don't, he's a
1: better cuck. Unsurprisingly
3: He's good
4: at that. Now you just
1: watched. (laughs) Unsurprisingly,
3: that led to higher This man's name is Mandingo.
1: Marital satisfaction for the wife. The husbands seemed to be basically more committed, more invested in pleasing their wives Uh when they felt that they were getting a pretty good deal. Uh, The researchers also found that less attractive women were more motivated to diet and be thin if their husbands were good looking. The results reveal that having a physically attractive husband may have negative consequences for wives.
5: I, you know, I f- find it very interesting. It be, you know, my uh, my oldest is in eighth grade now. So I have, yeah. you know, like when, when your kids go to school, then you tend to be around parents a lot more often. Right. And it's, I'm, I'm um, it just amazed, at, 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 like, how some people are brought together. You know what I mean? Because for the last, I don't even know, like eight years, nine years, I've been like, how did that end up happening? So if you so if yeah. you take
3: like a room full of people and try to match them up, yeah. y- a lot of times you, you wouldn't be able to do it. Because no. you don't say, how how did you end up with it? And that yeah. goes to my earlier point, yeah. which is, yep. uh, you know, but that's, that's what Preston's saying. Yeah. Whether it's consciously or, or subconsciously, I even a with- woman
5: will feel more <laughs> secure with a guy yeah. who's less attractive. But I even wonder, like, with my wife, I'm like, why did she settle for me? Oh, yeah. You know? I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what the hell was she thinking? She wanted to be happy. Yeah. My That's wife why. wanted radio
3: swag. I
4: mean, oh. at, at least. <laughs> she <wanted> t-shirts. <laughs> no, she was, she was actually
3: working at the radio station I was
5: at. You at, were getting
3: t-shirts from her. Yeah, she was in the promo department. Like, Can you get me some uh, keychains?
5: <laughs> at the very, very least, my wife got three beautiful children out of this relationship. You yeah, know? yeah. So.
3: Uh, All right. Another fact that we learned
1: from the the Just
3: Saying Institute, located over 200 sprawling acres in West Virginia.
1: The last decade uh, from researchers.
3: If your ex wants to be friends, they might be a psychopath. If your ex wants to be friends, that's sign of being a psychopath, possibly?
1: In 2016, researchers from Oakland University in Michigan found that people with the so-called dark Triad personality traits like narcissism and psychopathy. Psychopathy, I guess is how you said. He's a member of the dark triad. Uh, <laughs> <often>
5: like Cobra? <laughs> I'm going to have to take him out.
1: <laughs> Often keep their exes disease,
3: I'm the ex-boyfriend.
1: No, they often keep their exes around for calculating self-serving purposes. Okay. A desired for continued, continued sexual access, financial help, or a need to still exert some control over a former partner were among key reasons for maintaining contact, especially for men. According to the study, I'd be curious
3: to see percentages on this. I would wonder though, would they say that it's more, it's healthier to not maintain a relationship with an ex, or is it healthier? I would think if you can maintain relationships, or at least be civil, and but I think this means a little
1: bit um, deeper. This means not not just being civil. Now, if you're forced to be around each other, if you share a child or right. something like that, then obviously you're connected and you're gonna you're gonna have interactions. But this is. That person, it's over, it's done. You guys aren't, you, right. you, you don't have this anymore. Yet,
3: they still kind of hang on at, Sniff at, around. At, at arm's length. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's a, It's a weird thing because I always think... Uh, you know, over the course of my life, I've managed to. You know, I always was friendly with exes, but it's not. Um, it
6: depends on the ex. Yeah, you know, it depends on you. I mean, you're I able mean, to Lose do it. And I always get together. Lose a nice guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it, I, it, it, I do. You, you do seek to have that. I mean, I'm but I, I, but friendly, but I'm not.
5: I, I I wouldn't be able to consider myself actually friend. I don't no. hang out with any of my right. exes. No, I agree. With,
3: yeah, yeah. I, I, so I can understand what they're saying. I just I think in the in the in the long run, what they would recommend. So you should try to be benign about the thing but you right if, if you're as what you're saying Preston is if you have all those things out those tendrils still connected yeah that could be problematic Yep. all right here's the third fact
1: from the Just Saying Institute
3: from the Just Saying Institute located in West Virginia <laughs> Oh, the campus is gorgeous all
1: right this one is interesting male gay couples stay together longer than heterosexual ones Social scientists had a whole new demographic to report on as same-sex marriage was uh, legalized across the country as of 2015. In 2018, a study by the Williams Institute at UCLA examining same-sex and heterosexual couples over 12 years found that gay couples were the least likely to break up. Now, lesbians were most likely to break up and straight couples were somewhere in the middle there. Fe- huh. Female-female couples were twice as likely as male-male couples to terminate their relationships compared to 18.6% of male-female couples. Do you
3: know what's hilarious? And I wonder if it rings true. It seems to have elements of truth to it. A Modern Family, Cam and Mitchell always have They'll have issues with like lesbians and they go back and forth. It's um, funny, yeah. lesbians. I know, it's funny. and it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and you're wondering, is that actual actually a thing? You know, and obviously they're they're playing
5: with it, yeah, right? But right. it's
3: it's it's a funny dynamic.
5: So there is a a, a new show on uh, Netflix right now. I think it might be called Sex, um, but it, it's a, several Boners. different episodes. <laughs> it's not called Boners, um, but <laughs> Boners. <here. laughs> uh, but it's 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 interesting, and I don't know how many more of your list. There's ten you have. of them. I don't, 10 we of don't them.
1: have to do them all, but,
5: but I'm not I'm not going to get into anything specific. But um, you know, they talk about uh, you know uh, fantasies, male and female fantasies, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and how like a, a high percentage of our fantasies are are the same. They say like you know, women uh, like ninety percent of women have like the same fantasies as as the men do, and it's like you know, m- multiple partners, you know, like threesomes and stuff like Is this that. A documentary? It's it's, um, it's a sitcom. It's not a sitcom, but it's like I mean, it's, it's not a document. It's like a, a learn. A series. A series. Here's an example.
1: I had a I had an ex girlfriend, and she was not gay. Never had been with a girl, but she loved watching Girl on Girl. That's
5: like the number one search. I love Annabelle. Uh, So,
1: the top (laughs) six love Watching Annabelle. (laughs) But it was wild because, yeah. and it was back in the days of, of
5: VCR tapes, and she bar would bar my VCR tapes yeah. for me. So yeah. The top six uh, um, search things on Pornhub: number one was lesbian, and three of the top six were all like mom milf stuff, yeah. which is pretty crazy. Okay, and then another thing that I learned was that us guys have half the sperm that our grandfathers had. Oh yeah, I keep it in a jar.
4: <laughs> <laughs> us guys.
5: Um, no, Why? but like, my dad had my grandpop had a huge collection. They're saying that uh, male infertility is is no, on the rise. They blame and... it on uh, keeping ice in your cereal. <laughs> yeah. no, but you're right, Casey. And yeah. in fact,
3: a lot of these uh, these um, uh, commercials that promote these you know where they have these ex athletes and ah, yeah, I take this supplement and I can bang. Yes, yeah. so <laughs> they, they all talk about just statistically the percentage of sperm
5: production has. Just dropped, yeah. As as a species, but that's crazy. Like half of what my, my so. Grandpappy, save, save it. Yeah, mm. he could he could fill a mason jar in two days. I'm up across the room.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> it was like a, like a, like the the, the
3: the duck game at the arcade. Oh, Bing! My God. What's the next study?
1: Number four. <laughs> On this list from the Just Saying Institute,
3: from the Just Saying
1: Institute, oh, yeah. even you gotta more more oh, data. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we might be in the middle of a millennial sex recession. Really? Yeah. In December 2018, does this they,
3: mean sex breadlines?
1: The Atlantic <laughs> ran a cover story with a hyper-dramatic headline that said, "The sex recession: Why young people are retreating from intimacy and what this means for society."
3: May I ask if social, if if uh, our gadgets, if if um. I don't think so. Social media has had anything to do with this. Well, you know what? I I don't know what the okay
1: what the reasoning behind it is. Stories suggest that today's young adults are on track to have fewer sex partners than members of the two preceding generations, which is interesting because it seems to be easier with the use of social media and dating apps and things like that and, and uh, hookup apps.
3: I wonder if those the the equipment though the technology gives a close enough experience to people that sates them on that level Mm. where they don't need to go out and get a fully realized relationship so people in their early 20s were two
1: and a half times less as likely to be abstinent than Mm. gen xers were at that age the story said and 15 percent reported having had no sex since they reached adulthood (laughs) uh it's not just millennials whose sex lives have taken a hit from the late 1990s to 2014 sex for all adults dropped from sixty-two to fifty-four times a year, on average. So I'm
3: a bronze ager, and mm. uh, I go way <laughs> back. Uh, if, I would think, Preston, as you're saying, these days it would be easier mm. with all that stuff. Yeah. But it's it's wild that it goes. It's going in the opposite direction. Well,
5: you have these like Tinder dates and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. I wonder if a majority of the people that are using that are are. are Older maybe. Well, you know, here's in the their deal. 30s. Here, it's funny because I think we're going through a stage now where
3: um, there's such been such a glut of people using that now mm. that you're almost back in the same boat as if you were to go into a club with eleven or <laughs> twelve hundred people on a weekend and you don't yeah. know what you get because it's so commonplace to lie on your yeah all that stuff. It's, so the same things that made
6: that sort of an issue are now have crept crept their way into it may have evolved does that make sense yeah Yeah, well it does and and just going back to the gay sex relationships i was hanging out with a gay friend over the over the holiday break and uh, he was on one of his apps Mm. and oh my god was it just readily available all around him within feet And it was just – it was remarkable to see if – So they're into feed stuff. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Within a measuring distance. uh, Oh, that's a hell of a big toe. (laughs) Yards away. Uh, (laughs) It was just remarkable to me how easy it was for him to hook up if if he so chose. Well, Uh. not
5: only that, um, but we also – we all mutually have a a gay friend that uh, was recently single. And I – the last time I saw him, I was like, man, you're pretty thirsty out there because all of his hashtags on Instagram were like – I think hashtags
6: that people use to search to sure. find... Do a hookup? Were, yeah. uh, were they uh, flattering pictures of himself? Of course they yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All
1: right. So anyhow, but this says a sex recession we may be in the middle of. All right. Number five on the list from the Just Saying Institute. Just Saying Institute <laughs> List of sex stuff. Uh, most of us are trying to date out of our
3: league. Well, this goes to your first uh, item on this, That, that men who appear to be with women who are out of their league. According to a study published in August of
1: 2018 in the journal Science Advances, users of online dating sites spend most of their time trying to contact people out of their league. Well, yeah. Researchers reviewed thousands of messages exchanged on an unnamed popular free online dating service between uh, nearly 200,000 straight men and women. After a month of careful observation, they found most online daters tend to message people exactly 25 percent more desirable
3: than they are. Were you when you were dating? Would you would you classically go out of your league? I mm-hmm. would no, no. I, I, it was it was too
1: heartbreaking. You uh, knew uh, your yeah. place.
2: I was. What's that? You knew your place. Uh,
1: yeah, I was self aware. I, I didn't I didn't aim way too high. Now that doesn't mean I wouldn't you know. If I was getting feedback from yeah, somebody yeah. who was out of my league, oh yeah,
2: right on it, <laughs> absolutely.
1: But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't reach for the initiate. Stars.
3: Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, just keep, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Yeah. Uh, the truth of the matter is, is that you and in times when I had done that, it ended up being, you know, I, I, I knew a type I was drawn to, and uh, you know. <laughs> And it was, there was more to it than the surface stuff.
1: I, I couldn't handle the rejection. It was just too hard.
3: Yeah, it, it's crushing. It's so crushing. Uh, so apparently it says our study suggests that people are
1: pursuing partners who are a little more desirable than they are. Women are a bit less aspirational. It's the men.
3: hump on my back, isn't it? <laughs> it's, just,
1: it's your and slushy glob. <laughs> I understand.
5: Uh, <laughs> it's like you were saying, yeah, in the, in yeah. the very first... Uh, Story on the list. Hey, huh? I I don't think hey. you should training for this girl. I, I got a girl named names Nell. I think yes. she's perfect for you. <laughs> she can
3: get you a good deal on a Scion.
0: I'm sorry, the Long Kong Kong. Yeah, I'm near
4: mine. Get these shoes <laughs> all in the
1: Kong Kong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, number six on this list of uh,
3: <laughs> I don't understand the thing you're saying, but you're quite lovely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're match made in heaven. Uh, We're not going to be able to go through all of this. But this one, how about this? Men having affairs are more likely to break their penis.
3: (laughs) Well, it's it's just desserts, as they say.
1: According to a 2011 study published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine, cheating may make a man more likely to suffer from
3: penile fractures. Uh, Why? I'm going to take a guess here, and maybe Preston's uh, Justine Institute information will back this up. I think because they're more prone to have to engage in these acts um, on the on like the any fly. split?
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, yeah, the uh, researchers uh, at the University of Maryland Medical Center looked at uh, men who broke their penises and found that half were having extramarital affairs at the time. I broke it, <laughs> and what makes it so risky? It's uh, the researcher said. If a guy's having an extramarital affair, or he's rushed, or in a weird place, the situation is different somehow. I think that uh, the time you don't see a lot of men uh, uh, fracturing their penises is mm-hmm. in the bedroom with his wife yeah. that he's been married to for a number of years.
3: Fix it, Daddy. Yeah. So, whose <laughs> penis. Uh,
1: apparently, if if you're if you're hurried, yeah, if you're in a hurry
3: and you you want to get this done quickly, it can be dangerous. Have you ever come close to that? I have. Um, you know where it's like, oh boy, yeah, yeah that
1: that didn't go well. Yeah, yeah, not not to where it like hurt really, really bad afterwards. But N- but in the
3: moment it in hurt. The moment you're like, whoa, uh, yeah, I'm gonna become a priest.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, how about this one? Uh, this is, oh, I'm sorry, didn't have the music radio. Uh, divorce men can be uh, divorce can be uh, potentially deadly for men. Uh-oh. Sorry, Nick. That's okay. <laughs> researchers at the University of Nebraska found that divorced and unmarried men have higher rates of mortality and are more prone to substance abuse and depression than married men. Huh. Researchers also found that divorced men are more likely to partake in risky activities such as abusing alcohol and drugs, and divorced or separated men have a suicide rate as 39% higher than that of married men.
3: Could this all be corrected with frequent trips to Floral and Hardy? Uh, <laughs> depression is
1: also more common for divorced men uh, than married men and divorced men undergo psychiatric care 10 times more often. Uh, the married women do. We're so. in
6: uh, we're in divorce season and and breakup season and separation season and and, and rabbit season and rabbit season <laughs> and duck <laughs> season <laughs> yeah and yeah. Uh, rabbit season. But if you're going through it, um, one thing that I found to be really helpful was just talking to other people who would also also been through it. You know, and and seeking help is not a, an admission of weakness. So um, if you're feeling mm-hmm. any of these things, which uh, I'm not laughing at, but Preston just um, described, talk to somebody about it because it's it, good it advice.
3: It's always good advice because uh, all the time, and Nick, no matter what you're
6: going through uh there's someone else there's many yeah. people going through it man I, I i made two really good friends who had also been divorced when i got divorced and man did it help me so the, just for whatever that's worth by just, the way just saying
1: these are these are facts yes from the just saying institute, from the
3: just saying institute <laughs> that we end up just saying things at the just saying
1: institute <laughs> that we have found out over the last 10 years about relationships and that's a decade love and sex and all that stuff so how about this one speaking of sex that sexual afterglow that you feel after sex will last about 48 hours. Really? Yeah.
6: <laughs> you mean longer for you, Catherine? <laughs>
2: no, it seems to diminish pretty quickly. Yeah.
6: Are you sure? Because Get you to clean up it right? <laughs> off of me. Get it off of me.
3: <laughs> but the glow,
5: get it off.
2: It's, the glow. Not, it's like you've sat in the bedroom with me. Get it off.
3: You have this glow. It's, it's the light reflecting, reflecting off of it. It's shimmering yeah. and shiny. Get it off!
1: It's glazing.
3: I look like a Krispy Kreme.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're generally
3: in a better mood. Get your mo- blanket and pillow. You're sleeping on the couch.
1: You're generally in a better mood after sex thanks to a flood of endorphins and other feel-good hormones released post-climax. I don't get dolphins. Uh, also known as the sexual afterglow in 2017 researchers from Florida State University found that the positive effects of getting laid last up to 2 days and, wow. that, and that the feeling can help couples bond over time
3: I always let out a big sigh when I close a laptop <laughs>
4: <sighs>
3: <sighs> says there might
1: clear history <laughs> and uh, there
4: uh, might uh, erase be. the history <sighs> <sighs>
0: It's on Google News. (laughs) There might be an
1: evolutionary reason for the 48-hour shelf life. Uh, 48 hours is roughly the same amount of time that, A, conception is maximized... B, it takes sperm concentrations to be restored to peak levels.
3: Do we have to guess which one?
1: And C, no, no, these, <laughs> oh, are, these things all happen. All the above. <laughs> and C, sperm remain maximally, maximally viable in the female rep- reproductive tract. So all of that happens over 48 hours, and it's all You're apparently. You're semen
3: on the afterglow. Apparently. <laughs>
4: Just
1: let him be here. Let him be here. That's Cobra. That's Cobra. 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 He's
3: a professor at the (laughs) Just Institute. I didn't know.
1: Oh, my God.
3: All right. Institute. I'm a professor teaching classes daily.
1: All right. I have one more.
3: I'm actually finding this pretty interesting. uh, That's 10 years of accrued information, right? Legit studies. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A close relationship with your in laws may change your divorce odds. A a close
3: relationship with your in-laws.
1: Yeah, yeah. uh, In November 2012, or in that time, a uh, 26-year-old longitudinal study released by the University of Michigan found that when a husband reported having a close relationship with his wife's parents, uh, the couple's risk of divorce decreased by
3: 20%. I've seen some again. Going back to my laptop, I've seen some very <laughs> close relationships. Yes. I have a college,
4: yes. yeah, yeah.
6: unbelievably close. Uh, I have a college friend who's very <laughs> close with his with his father in law. It's so much so that it makes me kind of jealous. They they go out on fishing trips together. He'll, they'll do stuff completely independent of the rest of the family, and it's just he's buddies with his father in law. and I, I think it's really cool. Do you know,
3: it, it, so it's my um, my father in law and mother in law were uh, they've both since passed, but they were they. Apparently, love the hell out of me, that's and I cool. got along with them really well. And all of my wife's family um, have, have a great relationship. I think obviously, when you don't have that, that always can it, that can be combustible, and that can cause rifts and problems with you and your your wife or husband. And therein lies the issue, right? Me right? right? and but my getting... father
5: in law are pretty close. I'm taking him to the AVNs this year. I think. Oh, uh, really? Oh, that's yeah, nice. yeah it's, in Vegas. It's, it's, it's yeah. so great. Yeah. the other in law. You guys
3: staying at the Bellagio or? That's Serena
4: Suckawak.
1: (laughs) I knew she would love it. (laughs) On the other hand, when a wife reported having a close relationship with her husband's parents, uh, the couple's risk of divorce increased by 20%. Wow. So if the female is friendly with the husband's parents, with parents
3: with, then then it can be it can go the other way so i've seen now, videos where the female's very friendly with the father <laughs> right, right
2: right right i was so what i was gonna say was uh i've had a lot of conversations recently with with friends and everyone seems to hate their in-laws yeah <laughs> or at least huh. there's always something i hate them but you I know, know what what you mean. there's always something where where they're just not it's not just like okay yeah we're going for the holidays you know it was like oh, we've we got to do this. It's a standard
1: cliche. It and, is a standard. It's, it's rooted it's in, in a lot of truth. Yeah, yeah. sure. Absolutely. I mean, my... Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, on my end as well. I mean, we don't, you know... We, I'm not buddy-buddy with, with the in-laws. My, my wife isn't with my family either. It's just kind
3: of... The thing you know, is to know that, to, yeah. it's, I think to be, you know respectful but but don't you never you never gain anything by trying to force it. Well, if we keep getting together, yeah. no, just know your limitations. Yeah. Get together when it works and then keep it at that level. Agreed. You don't you don't have to just adore them, but you have to get along on some level.
1: So by the way, the researcher, the head researcher believes that many wives eventually view their in-laws' input as meddlesome, while husbands tend to take their in-laws' actions less personally. That's interesting.
3: I saw one video where both the daughter and the mother wow in concert.
1: Together? Yeah. yeah. Together. Wow. No. A close family. It's,
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, one last thing. I was going to wrap more. it up I there. I envy
4: that. <laughs> yeah.
1: One last thing. I'm going to wrap it up there. Couples who share chores have better sex lives. In 2015, researchers from the University of Alberta found that couples who divvied up chores had higher relationship satisfaction and had more sex than couples who didn't mutually contribute.
3: Let's clean the fisting machine together. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: These are just uh, little bits of
3: information that were learned over the last 10 years. I think that one is sort of a perennial, but there was some some interesting insight. But, you know, a lot of the times this stuff comes down to... Yeah just
5: instinct well i mean so sex has always been sort of this taboo thing that uh nobody likes to you know talk about in public or whatever yeah. um but we all do we're all here yeah. we're, we're here as a byproduct of sex uh so this show on netflix it's called sex explained and it's a it's a series of stuff and maybe you'll find out that uh we're more like than, than okay uh, you is, it, is it as good as fuller house i think it's a little bit different okay um but uh But the same. But I haven't really watched uh, since the first season of Fuller House. All right, Sex
1: Explained. Sex Explained. I'll check that out. All right, interesting. All right, so there you go. Our first report from the Just Saying Institute in 2020. Just thought I'd pass along those bits of research and information. Maybe you can use them. Uh, We do need to take a break. We got a few things going on. B-Files coming up next and we're going to get our Hottie Cam gals in here. Yeah. Uh, A few of them from our Totally Office calendar. Allison, Dominique, and Olivia. But we also have Lena and Julia who are going to be here. They're from Terry Myers Entertainment. One of the fastest growing social uh, events and sports companies around. In fact, 2020 marks 20 years of producing events and developing sports leagues throughout South Jersey. So our buddy Terry stays quite busy, and he's awesome. So you can check out TerryMyersEntertainment.com. We'll be back in just a moment. The B-Files up next. Stay with us.
8: Easy peasy.
0: Easy as pie.
8: Easier than a dog licking his dish.
0: It's MMR's Easy Money Contest.
8: You're shot at $1,000 cash five times every weekday.
0: Starting Monday, tune in at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m.
8: As well as 1, 4, and 6 p.m. to hear that hour's winning keyword.
0: It's also easy to enter.
8: It's the first thing on the MMR app.
0: Top of the page at WMMR.com.
8: Or use the special contest show short code
0: 45911 one One random entry wins a thousand bucks in cash every time mmr's MMR's easy easy money money. five times every weekday
8: at 8 a.m 11 a.m
0: 1 p.m 4 p.m and 6 p.m sponsored by meineke total car care since 1972
8: complete contest rules are available at wmr.com
0: the
1: ladies of Terry Myers Entertainment and Sports have taken over our studio cam as we speak. And they have appeared here in the studio. And not only that, they're taking over our Instagram stories. Ooh, really? I've been told, ooh, I, yes. I think so, they're
3: going to do a great job. Uh,
1: we have uh, Julie and Allison, Dominique, Lena, and Olivia who are currently featured this morning. And uh, you can take a look right now. And also keep in mind if you're looking for reliable, professional, and gorgeous promotional staff to work at company's event Look no further than Terry Myers Entertainment. They are an empire of entertainment services, and you can get all the information at TerryMyersEntertainment.com.
3: Very professional. Yes,
1: and uh, a few of them are from our uh, calendar, so you got to love that. Julie uh, was last year, and you have Allison and Dominique and Olivia this year. Allison, our cover gal, and they're all on the camera right now as we speak. So take a look, if you will, at Steve.com. We are going to do the Bizarre File. Now,
4: bizarre.
0: WMMR presents bizarre. Preston and
4: Steve's bizarre. Bizarre. bizarre File.
1: Brought to you this morning by Jack Frost and Big Boulder Ski Areas. Don't miss WMMR's Day Off on the Slopes. It is a week from today, January 10th. Live from Jack Frost. Go to WMMR.com for your discounted lift ticket while supplies last. JFBV, where the snow comes first. You guys probably saw this on the news. Uh, Yesterday, I I got the uh, the story. It was after the show, but a car was caught on dash cam footage speeding off a cliff on a California highway. It's the wildest thing. The video filmed from a car driving in the opposite direction shows a dark-colored SUV speeding along the shoulder before plunging off the cliff, almost going off what looks like a ramp. It launches. Uh, The incident took place along Highway 1, one of the most scenic highways in the world. It's gorgeous. Near uh, Gray Whale Cover, uh, Gray Whale Cove State Beach in San Mateo County, Uh, both the sheriff's office and county fire department searched for the car and driver in the waters off the cliff on Wednesday. They were not able to locate the vehicle. They weren't able to, to search for it yesterday at all. Apparently, it's about like 35 feet deep. It's. Very, very, uh, you know, treacherous waters. There's a lot of rip currents, and it's jagged cliffs. edge, it's jagged it's, it's cliffs, cliff rocks, edge. and yeah. cliffs all over the place. So they
3: may never find it if, the, unless it really, really calms down. So a quick check of the area down there, they saw some car parts, but they don't even know if that's from this car. Exactly. I
1: mean, because it cleared the cliff, the bottom, the rocks. It went straight into the water. They don't know who the person was. They don't know why they did it. They don't know if it was an accident. It looked like it was probably wow.
3: on purpose. Yeah, it was, it, it was, it seemed too intentional. You've driven that stretch. It's gorgeous. It's I've stunning. done it. And, and what you always endeavor to do is to drive on the cliffside. Yeah. But these people are coming from the other way and just launched. So they are trying to look for an
1: opportunity to see if they can uh, locate the car. It's pretty wild. Well, a woman has found herself with multiple charges after threatening and attacking her husband with several different weapons over a dispute regarding their television. 59-year-old Nancy Bray Hawkins and her husband, Roy Hawkins, began arguing when the incident escalated. Officers were dispatched to the residence on Christmas Day, mind you.
3: Ah, that's wonderful.
1: Roy Hawkins was bleeding from his left arm when officers arrived. He told them that his wife started throwing items at him after an argument began over the television. She then grabbed a fully loaded Taurus thirty-eight caliber revolver. Yeah. Pointing it at both herself and her husband, claiming she would kill him. That's the perfect Christmas revolver. Hawkins was then, listen to this, Hawkins was then disarmed by her husband. She quickly left, he quickly left the residence. She chased him with a 7.5-inch meat cleaver and an 8-inch knife. Hawkins was able to disarm Nancy both times. Finally, she threw a large metal pole at him, which injured his arm. Wow! So we're talking gun, meat cleaver, butcher knife, and
3: a pole. I hope they were able to patch it up in time for dinner.
1: Hawkins was arrested and charged with resisting arrest and aggravated assault, among other charges.
3: So, what was the ar- the argument over the TV? Some I don't
1: what know they if they were it was watching. A show they were watching or what? But it had to, the television was the focal point. It was the flashpoint of the argument. So was I, it
3: how I met your mother? We know that that can be an issue. It, it
1: can yeah. get a little divisive. A hospital patient has died after being set on fire during surgery in mm. Romania. Surgeons at Floresca Hospital in Bucharest used an alcohol-based disinfectant on the woman before carrying out her operation for pancreatic cancer. Oh, boy. But they then used an electric scalpel, which, as it came into contact with the alcohol, set the woman's body alight on the operating table. Jesus. She suffered burns of 40% of her body and died in the hospital a week later. Uh, Police have opened an investigation of the woman's death. The victim's family said that they hadn't been told of the gravity of the situation or the details of what had happened, only that it was an accident. Uh, a family member said that we found out some details from the press when they were broadcasting on TV stations and we aren't making accusations, we just want to understand what happened. Why is she in Reynolds' rap? The deputy minister uh, said the surgeons should have been aware that it is prohibited to use an alcohol-based disinfectant during surgical procedures performed with an electric scalpel. This has happened before. Yeah, it has. A man is recovering from a self-inflicted gunshot wound that he suffered inside a lingerie store.
3: Why? (laughs) I can't take it!
1: Police responded to reports of a gunshot at the Victoria's Secret store inside the Fashion Square Mall. (laughs) 29-year-old man shopping in the store was putting his wallet back into his pocket when a handgun also in the pocket (laughs) discharged. That stuff is very pricey. He suffered a non-life-threatening wound to his leg. He was taken to a local hospital for treatment. No one else was injured. Uh, He had a concealed pistol license, and the gun (laughs) was registered to him. A wild scene unfolded in southwest Washington when someone stole an ambulance while medics were treating a patient who was having trouble breathing. Now, the medic unit was called where a woman was having breathing issues. While paramedics were treating the woman, a family member jumped into the ambulance, activated the emergency lights and sirens, and took off. We. The fire crews alerted police and continued to treat the woman with oxygen. Meanwhile, several police agencies pursued the ambulance onto Interstate 5, Officers said they had to use spike strips
3: to stop the ambulance, which was going Whee! more than <laughs> what I get to do. 80 miles per hour during the pursuit. So what was the impetus for uh, stealing the ambulance, especially when a family member is being treated? I have no idea. All six... I always wanted to drive one of these. All six tires of the medic
1: unit popped, and the suspect drove off the shoulder and partially onto the train tracks as well.
3: <laughs> Goddamn, that was good.
1: Uh, nobody was hurt. Police used a canine, and the suspect was arrested, and the suspect was booked into the county jail for theft of vehicle. All right, and then we'll do one last story. I love this one. Christmas went up in flames for a family in Texas after a 12 year old boy decided to use a magnifying glass for something other than reading. Uh, Nisa Lynn Parson shared on Facebook how her family's Christmas Day was memorable, to say the least, after her 12 year old son used his magnifying glass that he received as a present to try and light things on fire. <laughs> That's what you do. She said in a video posted on Facebook, Caden asked for a magnifying glass for Christmas. We thought, oh, He wants to magnify something. No, he wanted to see if he can make fire with it, and he did. So Creighton's father, Justin, said that on Christmas morning, when his son opened the magnifying glass, he reacted with, Yay, magnifying glass! (laughs) The other son in the background said, Yay, now we can light stuff on fire! And we were like, oh dear. So on a sunny Christmas day, the 12-year-old and his two brothers went out to the driveway. They burned a couple of holes in some newspaper, But after one of them dropped the now-burning paper, the blaze ended up spreading across the entire front yard of their home. One of the parents said, uh, the boys came running out of the house, telling us that the corner of the lawn was on fire and the Christmas lights were melting. Yay! Justin and I rushed outside to see the entire front lawn turning black. The fire quickly spread, generating a cloud of smoke within minutes that one of the couple's sons said was as high as the tree. Uh, Family members rushed to get buckets of water and blankets to smother the flames while also turning the sprinklers on to prevent the flames from spreading to their neighbor's home. The blaze ended up scorching the entire front yard in addition to destroying some of the Christmas lights. The family, however, is grateful that no major damage or injuries resulted in the blaze.
3: How many times did you do that as a kid? Oh, I used to, yeah. With the magnifying glass, it was awesome.
1: It was science, for crying out loud. Absolutely. All right, and there you go. That's what we have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Let's take a break. Come back in a moment or two. Don't forget, we're going to have our friend uh, Jeff Devlin stopping by. He's going to be a part of the Philly home show, which is starting next week. And Kathy has a little moment in that uh, in that weekend yeah. as well, which we'll tell you about in a little bit. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there.
7: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. By the way, there is a
1: new uh, Daily Rush video that's up. It's called uh, DVDA. <laughs> and uh, the DVDA has two openings, by the way. Uh, this, Special Bureau. This government branch has two openings, but four positions. <laughs> and uh, if you'd like to see the video, you can watch it now at prestonandsteve.com, sponsored by Punchline, Philly Comedy Club, Restaurant, and Bar. And I noticed that Marissa posted uh, the number one Daily Rush video of the last decade. Is that courtesy of our Daily Rush Madness? Okay, is that what that is? All right. So, yeah, it was the, um, it was the ranch dressing freak uh-huh. out from uh, Casey. So if you want to walk down memory lane at some of those videos, that's available on uh, uh I want to go back to the story that we mentioned earlier. Gene Simmons uh, posted a picture on Twitter. Yellow. <laughs> uh,
3: he's right over there. That's right.
1: Uh, posted a picture of him having breakfast, and apparently he puts ice cubes in his cereal. Keep his milk cold. I like it absolutely frigid cold. And uh, with
3: my Cocoa Puffs.
1: Interesting that they pointed out, no, actually he was eating
3: frosted mini-wheats mixed with Oreo O's. I do like frosted mini-wheats, and I do like Oreo O's. Yes, so... Um I like them together. Does it logically make sense to have I them don't together? think so. I, I, no. To me, well, actually, I'm a split personality because part of me is Steve. Yes. And he doesn't like the, the idea of mixing cereals like this. I don't know that I've ever, I, I've had to have done it at some point. I've had to have mixed a couple of cereals <clears throat> together. I don't think, I'm, I'm very, even when I sit down to a multi-course dinner or I have like mashed potatoes on the plate, I don't let things mix. I like to have them in there, you know. I have them separately, and I'll eat them to completion and, and move along with the cereal, like Frosted Mini Wheats. I love Frosted Mini Wheats, so I would not want that taste to be corrupted by even if it's a cereal that I liked as well. I'm, you don't I, even like trail mix? I'm not a big trail mix fan. And mm, things no. mixing together. No, no but I've uh, softened because
1: I like the uh, I like whatever that uh, the uh, usually around this time of year it's it's a mix with all the uh, mix. What's that? Moose mix? No, not Moose mix. It's uh, it's a variety of cereals, but but with a savory uh, thing added to like it. The what Chex you, mix? Yeah, like Chex mix. There yeah. you go. Thank you. All right. It's all right. a variety of it's, it's Chex and and uh, all those different. You know, Steve likes some Cheese of that. Cheese nips. Cheese <laughs> nips are in there too. <laughs> yeah. I I like those types yeah. of things. So I think I I think I I know I've mixed cereals before. <laughs> I don't know why I can't think of it. Well, you don't talk, but
3: you yeah. can't produce
1: evidence. I know it's terrible. I don't
5: think I ever have. I think the only way I would is if I. Um, was pouring cereal into a bowl and there wasn't enough for a full serving, and then I would probably try and yeah. find out well, cereal that what, makes yeah. sense. What,
3: what would because there's actual cereal that is actually what's the the checks that has on one side of the check it's one type of cereal and on the other side it's the other type of cereal.
1: I don't remember. All right, but but
3: so
5: there are what yeah. cereals would pair well together? That's a good question. Well, I have two cereals in my cupboard right now. Where's
3: your cereal, Captain?
5: Uh, well. <laughs> So right now I have two brands, two different kinds of Kashi cereals. I have a peanut butter crunch and a chocolate one. I love I, the Kashi chocolate. Yeah, I bet you those together would be amazing. Yeah,
1: because chocolate and peanut butter, it's a Reese's peanut butter cup right there, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so that and could Your work. chocolate's in my peanut butter. Yeah, no, your peanut butter's in my chocolate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something that would not work on the radio. Okay. Uh,
6: growing up, we weren't allowed to have sugary cereals, right? Yeah. So uh, just like in Kathy's household, it was, yep. it was basically Cheerios and uh, if we were lucky, like total. Um, but, uh, oh, total, I know total, but, total disappointment. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it had a hundred percent of riboflavin or whatever. Yeah. So my, my dad would, um, put all natural Quaker cereal. Do you guys remember that? It, yeah. It, it, yeah. Like, yeah. They seem like fun. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> it, that was actually the sweet cereal in our household. So he, but Quaker every, Oats? Every, not Quaker yeah, Oats. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's, it's yeah. an all natural cereal. It's yep. not an oatmeal. It's not all a right. Quaker Oats. It's, it's like it's, basically granola. It's kind of like granola, but yeah. it, it's sweet. And so he every morning, his cereal routine was, a, the base was yeah. Cheerios, and then on top of it was the all-natural Quaker cereal. So
3: okay. I do like Cheerios as a, just a regular snack. Um, I uh, We always had, uh, you know, the frosted mini-weights. Uh, f- uh, there was a lot of sugary cereal. What are the three yeah. in your cabinet right now? Nothing. Really? No, I, I don't have anything. I, oh, I, that's why, because when I sit down to have cereal, I've told you this, I will eat three quarters of the box because I I, yeah. I love it and I well the uh, well here's my thing here's the conundrum or the thing that I how I torture myself I, I put a little bit of milk in the bowl I don't like the f- cereal floating in the milk I like I like it milkish but as I go down if there's still milk in the m- milk in the bowl milk in the bowl what are you doing in there <laughs> you'll with <make one. laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it I will pour keep pouring cereal until the milk is gone
1: okay. All right, I uh, you asked what what we have, what kind of cereals yeah. we have. Uh, we always have Honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios, a real easy go to. My kids like that. Now, what I need to have all the time is the Kellogg's uh, uh, Vanilla Almond. Oh, all right, uh, well, that sounds good. Brand? I think it's Brand. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fun to say. I <laughs> Francisco. <laughs> um, that is my favorite cereal. And and uh, what is I, it again? It's uh, Francisco.
7: That's fun to say
1: it's uh Kellogg's uh vanilla almond uh-huh uh and it's it might be vanilla almond brand uh, you don't say I'm not sure but anyhow yeah, yeah here we go yeah
5: special, special K, K special Ooh.
1: K vanilla almond yeah I mean, that's good that's my
3: favorite cereal by far I've
5: never had it but I know I like it it's really good do you do you buy cereal because I
3: will buy cereal when I do when I when I succumb to the demon. And I will buy it sometimes as just a snack to eat out of the box. I won't eat it as cereal in a bowl. That's how my with brother does now. it.
5: My older like, brother, I'm, I'm, my younger brother, is like uh, like health food conscious these days. So he he's been eating the Kashi chocolate. Has been his like basically his snack. Uh, well, he's easy. right.
3: Cause I love that. Yeah. So what I'll do though is I'll get a uh, like a half a glass of skim milk mm-hmm. and I'll eat that. <laughs>
2: So you're basically uh, having cereal I, I in know, a different form. I know because psychologically. <laughs> no, I'm
3: not having cereal. I'm simply having milk and cereal.
1: No, nah, I never do that. I need it in the milk. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. The milk. Raisin Bran was a long time favorite of mine as well. How many sure. scoops? Yeah. We c- were allowed bowl. To have two scoops
3: of raisins.
2: Were, were yeah. you allowed to have that, Nick?
5: That was a delightful treat. Yeah, that yeah. was the that treat. Was yeah. for sugary. Because yeah.
2: it was. The raisins had sugar on them. The raisins
4: the <laughs> sugar. That's right.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, the, sta- the two standards in my household are Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which is my absolute favorite, but wasn't, you know, for the longest time. And Big Leaf Chew. And Big Leaf Chew. <laughs> That's um, cereal. <laughs> no, um, uh, Honey Bunches of Oats. Uh, okay, and I'll yeah. take it with or without All the almonds. Right. I don't really care. Listen, uh, Nick Murphy's brother is. Is a cereal fanatic, and I can't remember. I, he and I, we were all having lunch of, like last year, and he has a way of eating his cereal. I wish I could remember what he said. Do you remember, Nick? I'm looking at him right what now. What do you, you mean know?
2: he has a way of eating? Rectally, so,
5: it's not rectally. No, but it's it's a way that everything gets its milk, but uh, you don't over milk it. So because so he's right way, with me, then the we, we you can hang it, out and have breakfast. No, he's probably in between me and you because okay. I do I do it like I like it. Waiting, maybe not swimming in the milk, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I like a decent amount of milk in there. So, there are some things, for
3: example, that actually influence the taste of the milk by the end of it with a uh, Cocoa Crisp or uh, Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, uh, you would get um, so Cocoa Crisp are basically co- uh, rice crispies, chocolate rice crispies. right? Right, the milk that ends up resulting is a chocolate type milk. Yeah, that's I mean, yummy. That's See, yummy.
2: I, it's, I just have a problem, like the so the flavor of the cereal in the milk afterwards, oh, oh God. Really? Yes.
1: It's got sugar in it? You don't like milk anyway. It's the milk. Like, it's just
2: anything. But I like... I I like cereal. I don't eat it often, but I I do like cereal. I think it's just that aftermath.
1: I have a question for Nick and Casey because you yeah. guys both have beards like like I do. Are there days <laughs> where you just can't eat with a spoon? I, I'm oh to say my god, yes, with milk. Days? <laughs> yeah. Is it I, always that's an
6: hourly thing for me? Yeah. I, it's I, I will be
1: sitting there and I'm eating cereal the same way I did the I day know, before. The day before. And <laughs> it's
5: it's running all down Dude, my what shirt. What the hell?
4: Like I
5: have days I can't drink coffee. I'm like. That's disgusting. It is disgusting. <laughs> it disgusts
2: me. Yeah. Yeah. I've said and I to Casey, can remove
5: my face. Yeah. I have
2: said to Casey, "Are you going to finish what's in your beer?" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: man. It's I don't know. It's just sometimes it's hard sometimes.
1: <laughs> uh, but the, the the big issue that people were making about the Gene Simmons thing is the fact that he was putting ice cubes in the milk. Yeah, uh, to keep it cold. I and I, I was saying earlier. I don't know how you you let it. What do you let it sit there long enough? It warms up. I mean, the no. milk's
3: cold coming out of the fridge. Exactly. And if you're not eating, I, I'm. I don't buzz saw it through cereal, but the milk remains cold while I'm eating it. Now I have been known to put ice cubes in, say, soup that is way too hot,
1: and I don't I do have that. enough time
10: for that to okay. cool off. I do my
1: coffee every or day, or coffee,
3: mm-hmm. or hot chocolate, or things like that. Sure. I, I, yeah. To me, I guess so. I've never done it, so I wouldn't really know. I, my fear is of diluting whatever I'm having. Mm. Nah, it's not even that noticeable. It doesn't It doesn't get time to nah. chew. Okay. Nah. It just cools off enough. That it just takes a little bit of the edge Do off. Do you scoop the ice cubes out once it's at the right temperature? No, you let them melt all mm. the way down. Okay. See, yep. I
5: drink, uh, I, I have my coffee brews on a timer, so it's ready every morning when I wake up, and I drink it out of a Yeti mug. And so the yeti keeps it warm. So every day I probably put like four ice cubes. Do you in have it. a cereal
3: machine that you said as well? Or I no? don't.
5: No, I don't. Even, I eat cereal on the weekends or, or for dinner. Right. Um, so it those four ice cubes bring it down to a temperature that I can drink it on my way into work. Now and, you had, and the yeti keeps it warm enough.
1: You had pointed out earlier, Casey, that, that it, why doesn't Gene just take a an ice tray and fill it full of milk? Yeah. And make little milk ice cubes.
3: That's perfect. Why don't I just not have sex with ten thousand women? <laughs> <I don't... laughs> you could uh-huh. do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, you could do
1: that.
6: Um, do they yeah. form cubes? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I've never tried it.
1: I've seen it before. All right. Uh, and and it'll work. And it won't dilute your. Uh, it won't dilute your
3: uh, milk or whatever. Can't you put the milk in the freezer for a little bit and and, and don't let it freeze,
6: but just but drop get it. it down. I make so, it colder. Yeah, that yeah. would work too. You could do that. Kathy, ever put ice cubes in wine?
2: Uh, yes, I will put ice cubes, I will put like an ice cube in wine, but I can't put it in beer, it grosses me out. Do you out. ever
3: put wine cubes in
2: water? <laughs> My, My mom would put
5: ice cubes in her beer.
1: I had, resor- I've resorted okay. to putting ice cubes in beer, if you just, you know, yeah. I don't know if, why. if the, if the, just... the toss-up is to drink warm beer and that's all you have. right. right. A little ice is not I, you know hurt what it. I've
2: taken I've taken the uh the can of beer, right? Like I've done this on the beach. Instead of pouring it into a cup and say using an ice cube, I'll get a, shock a, on it? I'll get another yeah. cup, put ice in it, and then put the beer yeah. on the ice to kind yeah. of chill sure. it. Well, I you don't can know also, why I can't do the ice in the beer.
5: You could take your bottle or can of beer and put it in on ice and just kind of like um Swirl it around, Just swirl it around like a, like a barrel roll, right. and you do that a few times. And I think, uh, yeah. it, you know, what's sort of worked that way. Do you well. ever do a
3: funnel with a hose and do that whole thing?
5: Oh, beer bar? Sure.
1: Yeah,
5: uh, there's also. I used to be really good. At is it. it
1: true that <laughs> To me too? I don't know if this works or not, but you wrap a a wet paper towel. Around the beer and then throw it in the freezer, and it's supposed to cool it off quicker. Really? Yeah, I've heard, All right. Right. Yeah.
6: I've, yeah. I've heard that the yeah, uh, the best way to get a cooler cool is um, ice and water, not just
5: right. not just yes. ice. Mm.
4: What
6: about using a turkey to. baster to squirt it in your ass? Don't mm. think that's a
3: good <laughs> idea.
5: Uh Ask I don't Jean. know, but it's butt chugging. I mean, it's it's butt a, chugging. It's as it's it's simple. It's,
3: uh, it's, it was big amongst the uh, early Romanians. Here, hang on a second.
1: Linda has her little hack for this type of thing. Hi, Linda. You're on the air. Good morning.
9: Hi, good morning.
8: How are you? Great. What's up? I just wanted to uh, comment on the ice with the cereal. Yeah. Um, I actually put water
2: in the bowl, in my cereal bowl, and then I put the bowl in the freezer.
0: So in the morning, I have a layer of um,
9: ice in the bowl, and then I just pour my cereal in there, and All it right. stays cold.
5: Why not, why not do that with milk instead of water?
10: Oh, I never thought of that. There you
3: go. When yeah. you do the milk, yeah, thought... when you that be, does that make it ice milk?
5: Yeah. And I, then I that always, way you're not watering kid... down your milk. Uh, for some reason, no, watering I... down, watered down. Cause I agree. I had a, I had a friend in, in uh, grade school who always had milk in a thermos with ice. And that, to me, for oh. just some reason, seemed weird. I, I don't know. As a kid, though, what happens, to, my
3: mindset flashes back to when we wouldn't get ice cream. And occasionally, my mother would get ice milk. Yeah. Which was horrible. Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, uh, so, but I, I, but to your point, yeah, if you just freeze milk, it will reconstitute into yeah. milk and the milk and you'll be set. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Dean Simmons might
0: want to go for that. Yeah. I think
3: I would. I don't think he's, uh, he's
1: been <laughs> brought up to speed on that. Well, no. thank you, Linda. I appreciate You're it. Well, I was too so... busy banging many of your relatives. <laughs> Keep going back. To that. I'm going to go to Ashley who mixes some cereals together. Hi, Ashley. Good morning.
9: Hey, good morning, guys.
1: Hey, what's up, Ash?
9: Um, so I wanted to comment on two things. The cereals I mixed, I mixed together tricks and Oops All Berries. Both separately are really good, but together they're, they're pretty good, too.
1: Aren't tricks for um, kids? Wait, tricks and what's
3: the other one?
5: Oops All Berries. It's like the Captain Crunch, but with just the berries.
3: Yeah. Oh. Oops so All Berries. So there's no crunch, it's just All Berries. Wow. Yes, it's All
5: Berries. That's
3: implied berries. by the name. Uh, all right, <laughs> interesting. Um,
9: and then, um, uh, about the, uh... Gene Simmons with the ice cubes in the milk. I do that, too. But I didn't always start out doing that. As a kid, I would actually put the whole gallon
8: of milk in the
9: freezer. Uh, but the problem is, if you forget it, the whole thing <laughs> yeah. freezes.
3: It so expands.
9: My parents would get really pissed.
3: <laughs> yeah. Why don't you get vanilla ice cream? Yeah. Put it in your bowl. Oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Just p- place your cereal in, in the ice cream and now then we're let talking. it talking. There you go. Yeah. Now you have it. Mm-hmm.
4: You know, yeah. I should have done
3: that. You, you, wouldn't know,
1: have to, you wouldn't have to add sugar to your cereal. <laughs> we used to add sugar to the cereal when I was a kid. Come Even sure. sugar cereal? There wasn't enough oh in God. it already. I mean,
3: look at Frosted Mini Wheats. Frosted Flakes, I would add sugar to. Isn't that crazy? Frosted Mini Wheats are sprayed. One side is completely white from encrusted sugar. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, the amount of sugar in those those cereals is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've gone through state. Did you ever, did you ever like Apple Jacks? Yeah. Loved Apple, apple Jacks. Apple Jacks were great. Yeah. Yeah. I, and we, did you guys add fruit to your uh, cereal? Oh, uh, bananas would go into uh, oatmeal and uh, bananas would go into cornflakes. Okay. Bananas, use bananas and Cheerios.
1: Bananas and cornflakes or Cheerios yeah. and strawberries sometimes in, uh, uh, in cornflakes. Yes. We do does, that quite um, a bit. And sugar. And does, liver. Yeah, Does sugar and count liver. as fruit? Uh, does sugar count as fruit? Does yeah. fruit count as sugar? <laughs> no, no, no does sugar count it. as fruit? No, okay, so All right, it. then
5: no, no, I don't put uh, fruit. in no. okay.
1: cereal. Uh But no, we always did. And I was telling you, I think it was you guys. We're out to lunch or something. And I was uh, uh, somebody had grapefruit, and you were like, Oh yeah, you know. And we used to. I I eat grapefruit every day. Oh, I'd put like eight <laughs> tablespoons <laughs> of sugar on top. of it. Hey, it's, hel- it's, it's healthy. healthy. Yeah. It's healthy.
3: I'm having grapefruit and four yeah. pounds of sugar. Uh, let me go next to
1: John. Hi, John. Good morning.
9: Good morning. Gadzooks.
1: Gadzooks. What's up, buddy?
9: Hey, I was just, uh, the milk hack with, uh, freezing milk. Yeah. I always take leftover coffee, put it in an ice cube tray, and then that keeps my coffee cold without diluting it.
5: That's
3: smart. Yeah, that is a good. You idea. know, so mm-hmm. to, to the point. Take take whatever liquid you're looking to
5: mitigate the temperature on yeah. and freeze that. Yeah, I mean, if you're right. an iced tea person or a lemonade person or whatever, yeah. you can you know yeah. freeze that and or your medicine. medicine. Or your medi- freeze your medicine if that's what Kathy, you do. Kathy, do you ever yeah.
9: do it? it works especially well if your wife makes like that super extra caramel snickerdoodle coffee that you can only drink like half a pot of. Now you freeze that. Now you've got like half and half for the uh, Monday, Tuesday. Dude, morning. sometimes though to work like to it. work out
3: those like f- the other. Thanks, man. The other day I almost did it again. Here, there was um, the uh, creamer. All right, so the you know the uh, the thing and it's uh, but it's the flavored French vanilla creamer out in the coffee station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm making the coffee and I just, I just thought it was regular cream and I was going to put my sugar in it. And I, was, I had oh, the no. package torn, because I did that one time before, and I had instant
6: diabetes. Mm-hmm. It was so goddamn sweet. So you I got to watch that stuff. I didn't know until a few months ago that cold brew coffee and iced coffee were two different things. Oh. that, that Cold brew coffee is What made, is it? Uh, cold brew, they brew it um, using this cold filter process, yeah. mm-hmm. and it takes a lot longer. Iced coffee is just hot coffee poured over ice. Oh. But that's why you can't get cold brew all the time, and that's why it takes more effort to brew it, and sometimes you have to brew it the night before, and... And and it runs out. So, but iced coffee, hang on a second, though. If you
1: just pour that over ice, it's just going to melt the ice right away, right? That's why you
6: got to use a lot of ice. You
1: have to use a ton of ice? Yeah. Or you
2: let it sit out. Well, my
1: ninja coffee maker, you you got to make sure you're, properly pompous. Mm -hmm. Wait, what Uh, were you going
2: to ask me, Preston?
1: Uh, oh, yeah, so this text came in, uh, using frozen grapes in wine. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You do that from time to yeah, time? Yeah, you know,
2: when Jace was little, I actually used to give him frozen grapes as a snack. He liked it. And, and wine? Yes, and then I... Th- no, but I, oh. I have thrown them in my wine, yeah. Yeah.
3: Do you still have that cap that has the holders for the two bottles of wine with you?
2: The- <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know what? But if somebody knows where I could get
3: one... <laughs> uh, let me go here to
1: Justin. Hi, Justin. You're on the air. Good morning.
9: Morning, guys. How are you?
1: Good. How What's you? up, man?
9: Happy New Year to you. Um... Yeah, so with the cereals, you cover both um, spectrums by having a healthy cereal like granola and uh, frosted cereal, and you mix the two together, and then you cover your both spectrums. Like for instance, um,
3: is there any medical sense? So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, mixing it's a half it's Coke diet okay. Coke. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, it's like having a half bowl of, of
1: sugary cereal. Yeah, yeah. yeah look yeah. at it that way. Uh, yeah, you're you're, you know sort know of, you're
3: sort of filling it out yeah. with uh, healthy stuff. Yeah, it's like mixing diet soda and regular right. soda. You're negating it, yeah. Thanks, man. Oh, the, you, you did mention, though, the Kashi, the chocolate cereal. Yeah. It's excellent, and it's excellent. It's just a regular snack. So in case you don't want to have cereal, a bowl of cereal, just have a glass of milk and. <laughs> 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 so, wait, when you're doing that, are you, like, eating right out of the
1: the? I
5: get out of the box, the box with my hand.
3: And then you take on a, milk. Yes, because that's not having cereal.
5: Yeah, but that's right. actually how I eat my chocolate chip cookies. The harder ones, like the uh, Chips Ahoy. Do you get the, the cookie crisp? Do you get the actual cereal? No, not,
3: not they're since in, I was a kid. If you were to hold, they are they would make inferior chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Because they're they're okay as a cereal, but they're not up to chocolate chip cookie
1: standard.
4: What, you know the, what the cereal? The cereal.
3: Yeah, it's not supposed to be. It's
1: it's
6: made out I, of I hate different material. It's got. It's, they lie to you. Yeah. It uses uh, artificial uh, flavorings. Mm-hmm. The only time I can ever consume whole milk is on cereal. If I'm Wait. Yeah, I, oh, really? Yeah, I can't drink whole milk. It's like it, drinking
3: half and half. Yeah, it's I, so good. I'm
6: a one percenter. Uh, but me too. I, yeah, but I can't do yeah, You live too. in
3: your ivory tower. <laughs> well, yeah.
6: <laughs> it's, I'm immensely wealthy, and uh, that's where that's the guy lives who has whole milk with his
3: cereal. No, one percent. A one percent.
1: No, whole. I I'm, I'm the same way. I drink one percent, and the rest of my family drinks whole <gasps> milk. How? It tastes great. It tastes fantastic. I just abstained from it. It's do you it. don't like the way it tastes. No, it's too, uh, thick. I lo- it's I too could, thick. I could drink. Yeah.
3: I could drink half and half like right out milk. of the right out of the carton. So half and half in coffee Yum. can be really good as a treat. I my my milk of choice is one percent.
5: Okay, wait. What is
6: half and half actually?
5: It's have um uh, uh, that's a good semen. question <laughs> maybe
6: it's uh Those half
1: are... half cream uh, straight yeah. up cream and no,
6: half cream and half milk isn't it a half whole milk and a half cream and that's what makes it okay half and half and Oh, i don't know then what's cream
1: right in to check that out what is half and half uh i believe he's
3: right it's half cream half cream and half milk half Let's find out
6: together. Thank you, Internet. Depends on the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, really? Well, yeah. we're in
3: America, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well done.
6: In
4: Japan, it's half
6: blowfish.
1: No, he's right. There's all different. Uh, yeah, there's it's. Well, so the metric system. Canada and the United States. Here we go. It's half kilo and, and kilo. <laughs> Almost always refers to a light cream typically used in coffee, uh-huh. which you might find in a bacon, lettuce, <laughs> and tomato sandwich. <laughs> Uh, The name refers to the liquid's content of half milk and half cream. There you go. That's what I said. There you go. Uh, It's milk fat content of 12.5%. So... To give you some reference, uh, you know, 2% milk, this is 12.5%. So it's
6: really, really, really rich. And cream is the stuff that ends up at the top of the milk case we don't, when it's being pasteurized or separated out. And when you get the fatty extra layer, uh-huh. that's what the cream is. It's- See, uh-huh. for me,
3: half and half is when you're with one chick who's a little heavier.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and, a,
6: and a thinner chick. Yeah.
4: <laughs> what do you have in a there, threesome?
3: Gene? Yeah, I'm having a, I'm having a half and half. A half. half. <laughs> this is Sonia. She's the half.
4: She's uh-huh. the heavier half.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and who's the lighter half? That's that would be Rebecca.
1: Rebecca oh, okay. and Sonia. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh so it says here that it is widely available in the United States, both in individual and serving serving containers and in bulk. It is used to make ice cream. Uh so half and half is what you use for ice cream. Okay. Non fat versions of the product are also available,
3: really? Ice cream, you scream, I make your mother
1: scream.
4: Oh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs>
3: But at this point, your grandmother. Oh,
5: God. oh my God. Gum
3: gum. Oh.
5: I just want to say, oh. when, when, um, when this hit the Internet, the, the weirdest thing I saw was, <laughs> and I can't remember which celebrity it was because it was, all right, so Gene Simmons, Gene Simmons puts ice cubes into cereal, which is weird. And then one celebrity says, uh, this isn't as weird as my father putting ketchup in his chicken noodle soup. And I had mm. n- never heard of that, yeah, that so I would
3: put ketchup in um, the uh, the uh, meatball soup. Is it, was that was that wedding soup?
7: Oh, Italian? Yeah, like Italian, Italian, Italian wedding, wedding soup? soup. Yes, really? I put
3: a little bit of ketchup in. I've never heard of because that because you do have a ground beef component to that, correct? Uh, yeah, those yeah, are little meatballs. There's meatballs yeah, in it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, so that made sense to you?
5: It did. Hamburger yeah. ketchup? Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I looked for
3: anywhere I could to
1: get to build a hamburger. Yeah.
5: And my family had always put, uh, like, a dollop of mayonnaise in their baked beans. Do and a dollop. To, yeah. Do do a dollop. <laughs> and uh, that was always normal to us and then didn't yeah. discover that that was weird until I went to college. I don't no, think that's weird. I've yeah. heard
1: of it before. Yeah. I personally would not do that, but mm. I have heard of that before. Uh, we would put a little dollop of mayo in cottage cheese oh. to make it creamier. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Steve's there's all... mother
3: would put mayonnaise in the mashed potatoes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's really? true. Some yeah, people do that. That's a southern way to prepare mashed mm-hmm. potatoes.
1: That is correct. Interesting. All right. Well, anyhow, these are things from the mind of Gene Simmons. Just thought we would share. Pass that along. Uh, Gene would be happy to be here because we have uh, some gorgeous ladies on our hottie Can this morning. Uh, Julie, Allison, Dominique, Lena, and Olivia are all here, and they're representing Terry Myers Entertainment.
3: Do all you fine ladies have great grandmothers? <laughs> and uh, if you're looking for a reliable,
1: professional, and gorgeous promotional staff to work your company's event, look no further than Terry Myers Entertainment and Empire of Entertainment Services. And also, if you you want to do some modeling and so on, I'd get in touch with them. And they do all kinds of social sports, creative works, and stuff like that. So Terry Myers We're gonna take a break. We'll come back in a second. Our buddy Jeff Devlin is yeah. here, and he's gonna be at the Philly Home Show. So will Kathy. We'll get the details when we return. Stay with
4: us.
8: Happy New Year. It's great when people wish you a happy new year, right? Happy New Year to you. Well, MMR wishes you. An happy new year and invites you to download the latest version of the MMR app. It keeps you up to date with everything that rocks and allows you to take MMR along wherever travels in the new year may lead. It's easy to use as well as Apple CarPlay and Android auto compatible. And of course it's free. Whether it's older software or you got a brand new phone, get the latest version of the MMR app on Google Play or the iTunes Store or text APP to 39333. The messaging data rates may apply. So, Happy New Year from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: Their next guest is going to be appearing at the Philly Home Show at the PA Convention Center uh, coming up next week. There's two weekends, actually, and he's achieved a lot in his career. Uh, a wonderful uh You know, home improvement shows, nearly amputated his own finger at the camp out (laughs) of
10: hunger. Did amputate my finger. He's done a lot. (laughs) Jeff Devlin is here. How you doing, man? I'm fantastic. Just missing the little tip part. It is uh, nice showing people, uh, yeah, because it is my middle finger. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll never live that down, and and I always it always comes up, and uh, I get that little butterfly in my stomach, being like, yeah, I remember that day. Mm-hmm. You,
2: you know, know it's th- funny though the way that that you see it and the way we see it. Like we, I I can imagine how you felt because you explained to us like you were embarrassed. Oh, it was so, but for us, we were like, oh my god, we. We did this to him. This was our show. Yeah. This was our event. Like this is our first Jeff was actually it. building on,
3: on, 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 on the spot on the site, so if people don't yeah. know, on the camp out no longer yeah. part of the incentive was you're building an old style sort of f- a farm table, kitchen table, uh you know and and it was it was great. It was a an incredibly windy cold day and you're it out in the cool. parking lot and 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 as happens, I know contractors who've been at it for decades and they still have it that, that crazy moment where the thing a tool jumps when you're
10: using it and you cut the edge of your finger. And I had just finished talking to like a crowd of people, yeah, so yeah. I was like after everybody left, I felt the pressure to just kind of keep going and and yeah. that's also my personality. It's not anything right. that anybody did i was just kind of uh, a little lapse and i think that many contractors and carpenters out there have been bit before and yep. i got bit and i just remember sitting in the mmr van or the uh, truck sitting there like this with a a glove on because it was it was bleeding pretty yeah. bad um and uh the gentleman who was driving me was sitting there he's like can you not try to bleed on the seat? <laughs> if that's okay. I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sorry about that. Yeah, it all worked
3: out. Oh yeah, God. and
10: you did a show that we that I'm a big fan of, Stonehouse
3: Revival, yeah, which it you did for three seasons. Which are if It's I think you can still find them on. You know, uh, it's
10: still on. Yeah. I mean, it was on the other day for a marathon. So that you know, obviously, I, I've been very blessed to be on TV as long as I have. I
5: can't believe they they still have me. Yeah. So you're labeled on, um, uh, you know, the um, uh, what do you call that thing? Uh, the internet no the press release oh as a master cra- master craftsman i think that that's that's a little far i mean <laughs> i
10: think that i have to be over the age of 65 to get master craftsman or something like that okay. <laughs> I, I honestly the just uh, age gets you. abram is a is a master craftsman in my mind and it's taken him years and years and years and as a contractor as and as a carpenter i know it's kind of hokey but we make mistakes every day and mm-hmm. you're and i'm still learning i i think that uh, give me another 10 more years when I learn even more than maybe the master carpenter or master craftsman can do. Well,
3: there's, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, fluidity to what you do. And a lot of people, you know, there, there, there's obviously there's exact numbers and so on and so forth. But when you go in, like on the series and then whatever you've done, when you're restoring stuff and, you oh, I didn't know this was behind this wall. Yeah. or I didn't know this was here. You always have to be ready to adapt. And that's – I think that's probably – you know, that's that's a, a sort of the negative um, a negative and a plus to the
5: job. Yeah. And I so there are trade schools, right, where you can actually yeah. go and learn your craft. But uh, I think a lot of people will they, – they learn on the job. Mm-hmm. And, and it, so it takes years to become a master carpenter or, or whatever. Then you have people like me and Steve who just would love to <laughs> learn this stuff. Do they have places where we can just – you know, like on a Saturday – Are you
10: serious – what? Are you serious? Yeah. I just opened up a store <laughs> with a woodworking store in a mall. Where? Is this a joke? No, no, no. no. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. In no, fact it, you just actually—you you just told me about yeah, it. It's, so in it's in the Exton yeah. Square Mall. It's uh, a whole woodwork. It's six thousand square feet. It's part of the handmade goods that we make. Uh, but also, it's a full wood shop in the mall, so you can come out and take some classes and 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 learn a little bit. When do you by offer me. Classes, yeah. When do when do all, you the, offer time. Them? So all it's, the time? So it's essentially like going to wood shop and exactly. High school. Okay. Yeah, it's a little it's it's a little different in that the one thing that was really important to me coming from the historic background was to make a place that was comfortable. Mm-hmm. So the the it has like an old fashioned. It has old windows that are in it. It has. You know, barnwood all over the walls. It has a certain feel that makes it cozy, and and I don't want to say we let people drink, but it's it's, it's a social environment. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, legally, I can't say that. But I mean, it's a social environment. So, and I think what's fun is there's to a watch. medevac unit on yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny <laughs> downstairs. There's the mainline health. So I'm really close okay. to yeah. uh, so, so.
1: So if, if you come and, and take these classes, is it is it uh, general knowledge or is it a project? We are going to build a ABC, whatever. So
10: it is. it's it's normally a project. So it started okay. off with the you know the the Christmas season was all about cutting boards and people being like, I can't make something like that. And we all did wood shop, it's or at least we I used to do I wood shop. Yeah. So uh, cutting boards, farmhouse tables are really huge right now, so people could either buy one from us that's handmade, or we can show you how to do it. I, I tell people, and Stephen was Stephen, sorry, yeah. I'm being very formal. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Steve, I prefer Steve. Esteban. <laughs> 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 like, Steve was talking about he just bought a miter saw. A lot of homeowners have basic tools to be able to build these things, and I think that we get in our head saying there's no way we can build it. And I, I honestly I feel pretty damn confident showing you that you can do it. You know, you might cut the tip of your finger off <laughs> or something like that if you hurry. Yeah. But for the most part, I think it's a really cool experience for people to to empower themselves. You I know what that. this
2: is? It's it's Kathy's activities on steroids. Yeah. Mm.
10: Well, for, well, I don't us. think you're allowed to do activities on steroids <laughs> yeah. either. with chest hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I love the
3: concept, and again, so my 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 brother-in-law uh, John oh, is man. is really good at it. He's the one who said. Because he he saw me always interested in what he was doing and, and 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 if you take those steps to me and Preston I know you you built Aurora and Ravel Re- 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 Revel models when you were a kid sure. Any, you build a model as a kid it's the same sort of thing piece it together and how do you get it but some, something about working with wood that allows you to I can make something for that you know and mm-hmm. and, and, and you can make whatever you
10: want. It's and, definitely a pioneer spirit yeah. where you, like, you, you start with nothing. Like, the coolest thing is when we, we chop down a tree because it's dead and it yeah, yeah. lays there on the ground and we make something out
6: of it, dry the wood, the whole deal. It's cool. Uh, somebody just texted in and asked which mall. It's Exton Square Mall. Exton Square Mall. Right yeah. off Route 30. Um, did you happen to watch the uh, Jeopardy special last night on ABC? It was about uh, Alex and everything he's been going through. I started to watch it and then... I fell asleep. <laughs> well, it, it's great if you get a chance to finish it. Um, but the reason I bring it up is that uh, Alex's hobby is construction and, and, and uh, finishing and roof. He was on and his remo- roof. He I he did was see on that before yeah, yeah, yeah. I fell asleep. And, and, um, but he has an entire uh, uh, section of his garage dedicated to home projects. And it was really impressive how much this hobby has affected his own home. And, and so he's a game show host for his job. And then he comes home and this is his hobby. It's what he does to relax on the side. When you come home, do you do that? Or are you... Do, do you, you play work- Jeopardy? <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah. Do you
10: put yeah. your work behind you? No, I mean, I... Recently, now with the store, it's harder to disconnect a little bit more yeah. because it's seven days a week. It's a lot, and I'm not a I'm not a retail Guy. person, yeah. and this is all new to me. So I'm I'm really learning and web and all this stuff. But before, yes, I would go into the garage and you know and just kind of have my quiet time. And I know it sounds a little weird and it's a little old school, but just Rick. Gra- get out like the hand tools and yeah. just start building something. It doesn't even have to turn into something but it's like honing your craft and, and, and you're not getting paid for it. You're just doing it. It's and like your version of a sketch pad. Yeah, I mean oh, I don't yeah. have friends or anything like that yeah. so this is the best <laughs> or people way who me love to pass me. the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My I actually... kids think I'm a jerk. Huh? I'm like, yeah. uh, dad come on. You gotta feed us again. I'm like, I totally did that yesterday. <laughs> I might be interested in, in coming by and taking a class me too. sometime. You, you, I, I would love I, it.
1: I do, I will admit this though, I do get
10: nervous around the equipment so and that's something that I think I mean we've had 80 an 82 year old woman making a cutting board and she was terrified of the equipment but I you say she
3: can use her hook like a chair <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
10: yeah the four-fingered woman is doing amazing work these days this- so she, I think it's like one is it's it's peace of mind knowing that you're using the equipment properly my kids mm. use the equipment I have a 15 year old son and a 17 year old kid when we were kids our dads let us use the tools. And a little bit of it is like, look, you have to be educated to make sure you're not fit. But we also have a saw that if you touch the blade while it's it running... It stops, yeah. It stops completely. Those. We spent I don't an investment. trust them. But I'm sure they work great. Oh, my, they do? My
1: dad, my, my dad was... Uh, he could build anything. And we had, we had a radial alarm saw in our basement. Mm. And so we would do what was called ripping. Yeah. Which is a kind of... Uh, yep. It can, it can be dangerous because it can shoot back at you and stuff. And he always implanted that fear in me yeah. that this board was going to fly back at my face and always got me a little freaked out plus the thing was really loud and you know but
10: that's good that you had that a little bit of that hesitation it's like if you're not a, if you jump up on a roof and you're not afraid of falling more often than not, you're gonna fall. You're gonna fall because well, so you're, with, less,
5: you're like, careless. Like
3: with, I'm sorry, with with the, with the miter saw, and you know, my, my brother in law recommend. I got the the DeWalt. I got the the kick ass one that puts actually like a projects a line right on the wood. Look at you and, and, the, and the whole deal. And and once you start to do it, and you realize if you just pay a modicum of attention, you should probably pay a lot more. But, it, you you know, follow just the basic safety tips. You'll be fine. And my, my brother-in-law's exact words to me, start with a mitosaur, you're less likely to cut an arm off. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. uh, and, and uh, but even that allows you a whole world of options. All right.
5: Yeah. So, like, I, I feel like I'm starting to get inspired. And I think the first thing I need to build is actually a workbench, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I can sort of go from there because I, I have some space in my garage that I can do this. I just did that. But I, I know. And when you told my me, that, when you me that yesterday, I'm like, God damn it, I need a, I need a workbench yeah. uh, to put all my stuff on. It's a man thing, yeah. But um, if you were to recommend the first four tools that somebody needs in order to, you know, get this thing started, what would you? What would you start with? Number one, a contractor. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> a, a telephone a to call. F- a contractor. Yes, I, I a will tell you the first thing first.
10: Uh, a Craig pocket hole jig, because it's it's just basic. Everybody <laughs> just started looking <laughs> around. Like, oh, a Craig pocket hole Craig, jig. Cra- Craig pocket hole jig. Write that down. A All right. It is. It. Craig, it is a I have way. A uh jigsaws are, are kind of, I don't want to say tricky, but they can, unless you get a good one, yeah. they can really eat. They can chew through the wood. Yeah. They just chew it, and it's harder to sand and all of that sort of stuff. Get yourself, first of all, first and foremost, being – As old as I am and have inhaled as much junk as I have, get yourself a decent vacuum that you can hook up to your sander and your tools so you're not inhaling it. Yeah, and it works like a charm. All right, so this is, I think I have. There it is, right there.
3: So I have what? uh, That's Craig? uh, How do you do it?
10: A joining kit? Yep. Uh, is, is that the same that's thing? The, it's the same thing. I mean, I like this company. I've done work for them before. But as a, as a high-end carpenter, I still use these things all the time. But
5: what, I, I don't even know so what, it's what a, that it's, does.
10: I'll – I'll Here. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to do a,
5: just, a display on the radio. Well,
10: he's okay? getting
1: set up. This is Jeff Devlin. If you're just tuning in, he's going to be at the Philly Home Show next week. We'll tell you about what that's all about. But what is the name of your school, by the way, your your classes?
10: I, I, I went really difficult and called it the same thing as my company, just Schoolhouse Woodworking. Schoolhouse Woodworking. Yeah. Okay, and at the Exxon Square Mall. Okay, yep. continue, sir. Yeah, with so you basically have a piece of wood here, and you have a piece of wood here. This works great for the radio. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you drill holes at an angle. See up on the screen right now? Okay. It drills yeah. at an angle. So, And what's nice about that, you see the little collar on there and it's it's uh bullet like uh not bulletproof it's uh uh you can't make a mistake what's idiot that word? proof thank idiot you proof. yeah <laughs> uh it's idiot proof ironic. and that once the yeah that's why <laughs> by they the way that I, really quick
6: by the way craig is uh, K-R-E-G. r e g i didn't know how to spell it so yeah. when i googled it i did it wrong but it's called the craig pocket hole jig that was the first one you looked there you so go. Go. what i
3: got yeah. was the craig from amazon craig k s <laughs> pocket hole jig with sk03 pocket hole screw kit
10: <laughs> is when that you good? there you him, go
1: it was some yeah. guy holding his butt open i was like craig craig doing his pocket Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turned into a porn site. Yeah.
10: Oh
3: my god! Uh, <laughs> so yes, I saw this thing because it's a great way to join wood together, and it's
10: real simple. It fixes like, say, you have a chair and a problem, and, and <laughs> can you, come you know, can, you can, show can how to do It's it? just really easy. And as a homeowner, like a miter saw, a circular saw is is probably very beneficial. And there's little jigs that you can get to make your circular saw act like the high end saws that I have, like track saws and stuff like that, to get the most success. Nobody wants to go out there and start the process of learning how to do something with crappy tools, right? So, so if you have to struggle with a uh, yeah. something that's not sharp or you're anything like that. It. That's my, how you get. My, yeah, my brother
3: in law recommended that as you start each project. My first project was building stands for my Halloween monsters for for, for, <laughs> for decorations outside. <laughs> that's so, why he wanted so, to become so, a carpenter, so, right? Yeah. So, but he, but he, he said, acquire the tools per each project yep. so that you know their tools you're going to. Instead of just go, I'm going to buy everything and then build it that way, and and then you start to amass your tools that way.
10: The other thing is, like, people will get a tool and then start using it that minute. As soon as they get it home, they rip open the box. They have no (laughs) education, and they just start being like, oh, I'm going to tear into this. I got this. And they're using the blade that came with the tool that's not probably the right blade for what they're doing. They didn't do the research. Like anything, you got to do a little bit of prior work to make sure that you're going to be successful and then also make sure you understand it's an experience Mm -hmm. it's it's something that you're not going you know for years i've been preaching the diy you know mantra like you can do it yourself and the truth is is that you can but one thing that i'm realizing you know 12 years later is Is that that i've spent no (laughs) many people they can learn how but its they're probably not going to enjoy the process after that. I think everybody should try it. But the yeah. other truth is is that many people will spend the entire weekend ignoring their kids, ignoring their family, <laughs> ignoring their spouse, doing trying so- to do this, trying to do this. And they're trying to save 100 bucks. when in reality they could have paid the $100 and then spent that time with their kids and they're right. much more happy. Understanding the process of how things work can be just as satisfying as doing the work yourself. I but
2: think that I, think it is good. I think it is good – I think it is good – to learn how to do it I mean so my son is eight and for Christmas my dad built him a tool bench and Santa brought a bunch of tools for him and you know he's outside drilling things and and you know I'm nervous about everything he's gonna chop his hand off but it's like I have to step back and let him do it because I do want him to learn and know how to do it now of course you know my dad's gonna help teach him sure but I I think it is important to know how to do that
5: and so I want to bring my kid with me i want to bring my actually you know what my my daughter would probably love to come with me we tell kids all the time
10: and we tell people all the time when we do our classes you're paying for the project you're not paying for the amount of people so Mm -hmm. we love it we had somebody come in the Mm -hmm. other day with a child who had asperger's Mm -hmm. and i was like look you're not going to get charged another we want people to experience it as a family we want them to build together we want them to build a workbench with their kid So that way they can stand around it. I personally own my father's workbench. Or my grandfather's workbench that I drove down to Florida. It means the world to me. So he's walking it's around called, saying, Where is "Where's my, my workbench? goddamn workbench?" Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I have some. You know, if if if, if I could email him uh, in in heaven, heaven I yeah. would just saying like, "Hey, by the way, I think you overbuilt your workbench a little bit. It's seven thousand pounds." Yeah. <laughs> so here's a picture.
3: This is my my second in-house project. It's it's a coat rack that I built I in my it. little. That's nice, it's Steve. As simple as it you. gets. Well
10: done. Thank you. Well How do you done. feel right now? Awesome! When post I, when that I picture it. on Instagram and show the world, damn it. it's so proud. simple. Hashtag honestly. DIY.
3: If I had thrown the hooks and the wood at the wall, it probably would have landed in that configuration. <laughs> but but it was still yeah. it was still cool to do it. Right. And it, it was something that we needed to do. So I do get home show now. We want to have. To oh talk yeah, about that's why again. I'm here. I forgot about that. Which <laughs> is a big. I love the home show as well for these very reasons that that you go and you. It's, so it's cool inspiration. To- yeah. it's,
10: it's like you get to walk around. You get to see all those things. I think in the Pinterest world and house world, we look online and we try to get a feel of the different spaces. I mean, and that's technically what the TV show did is people get inspired to go do it themselves or, or to have somebody do it. That's what it was all about. So when you go to the home show, you get to see the vendors that are in your area. You get to see, you get to touch, you get to feel. But you also, most importantly, get to reach out to the people that are actually these small business owners um, and the, and it's really important to make that connection. It's, you know, you could be the most talented person in the world, the greatest carpenter in the world, but making the connection with the person that's going to be in your house every day is really important. You guys have had how much construction going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's every four people that I saw coming up had a helmet on. Mm-hmm. And some of the guys were hat. recognizing
3: you were Yeah, there, which yeah. was pretty, it was pretty <laughs> yeah.
10: freaking awesome. Um, <laughs> but you know, when, when they're in your space, it can get like, it feels invasive. It feels like, and they don't mean to. Or it's uh, it's just one of those things where you want to make sure that the people that are in your home match your personality, understand what you need, and the home show is a perfect way to do that. And it's really, honestly, even if you if you have a home, you know, any there's
3: going to be something there that can speak to you. I found, which is kind of an eye opener. You talk about the vendors that are there. A lot of times, you're going. So a company will buy something and put their name tag on it. A lot mm-hmm. of times you go there and the actual f- company that makes the stuff is there and you'll get incredible deals mm-hmm. on stuff you've been looking for because a lot of times it's just one or two companies that make a lot of these things. And then other companies, I mean, I, I, got, I still talk about it. I got one of those exercise, one of those massage chairs, mm-hmm. which happened to be there. The com- there's one company, two companies in the world that make these chairs that end up in Brookstone and all that stuff. And I got it for like a third of the price. Because you're dealing directly with the actual vendor.
4: Yeah,
10: and it it is cool because, again, you make that connection. You're dealing with them. You get to save money. And you don't even – honestly, I used to go to home shows before I even had a house when I was renting just (laughs) because I thought it was an interesting experience. Like you're seeing things. It inspires. It gets you ready for when you're – even if you're not considering redoing your kitchen or you're not considering redoing your bath or anything like that, it's just nice to kind of tool around there. It's not just home products. Yeah. It's other things as well. And there's but electronics, you, there's hot tubs, there's all, there's and all it, sorts oh yeah. of stuff. It gives
2: you great ideas, though. Like, yeah. even decorate, just decorating ideas. You don't have to be redoing your entire kitchen.
10: No, it's it could be as simple as, I like, I like that color paint, or I like those countertops, or maybe I could have somebody build this island, or maybe I could build the island. And again, you know, depending on weather, maybe it's like a crummy day, you want to go out and do it. And even if it's a nice day, it's cool because you can, you can throw the kids in the cart, 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 yeah. cart. Yeah. Roof rack, whatever works in the and rumble them them. seat in the, the model T. Right? The right? Yeah, <laughs> do you have a car? Time to the yeah. roof rack, time in that bumper, and <laughs> car to behind. You yeah. are yeah. a good dad. Kids get no. in the cart. Yeah. Yeah.
3: We'll be pulling you behind our heated car. <laughs>
5: yeah, just um, put your hat
3: on like dumber and dumber.
5: <laughs> I want to, I want to make my own Adirondack chairs. Uh, okay, because.
2: You hate how expensive they
5: are. The better ones. I mean, you can get like the cheap, flimsy, like plasticky ones, and you know they're going to cost you you like twenty bucks or whatever. But like a decent Adirondack chair for five hundred dollars is a lot of money. So So, it's
10: it's funny you say that because that's something that we fight not realizing as a retail business owner Uh when we did stuff for the show. (laughs) we would be like, okay, well, it costs this, it costs this. It gets lumped in. And even having clients, you you break it down to a point where people can see it. When you build a piece of furniture like we do, we put a price tag to it. Adirondack chairs are one of those things that people are just like, I'll just get the cheap $20 one from the big box store and stick it outside of my house. And then they break a year later and you keep buying the same thing. It's tough for me to tell people, like, if you get something like that, and I think it also is age, the older you get, you're willing to spend five hundred bucks for a chair because you know you're never gonna have to move it. You're never gonna have to go, like mm-hmm. yeah. go buy another one. You're never gonna have to. Some some of them are even out of um, the Azac where you don't have to ever paint them again.
5: Yeah, that's so kind of done. what I want to do is, is is like an Azac one or mm-hmm. yeah, um you know the that plasticky it's, type of material. Sure. Um, but why do they cost so much? It's it's again, and it's it's a
10: handmade product. Yeah. So When you go into the plastic, it's molded. It gets poured into it. It's it's done in high production value. The other thing is is cost of material. Like even though that you have many companies like ourselves get certain things at wholesale, it still has to touch human hands. And, and some of the bigger businesses have put out might getting a little too into it, but putting out some of the smaller businesses, you've seen it with the lumber yards. Yeah, yeah. Those small lumber yards are gone mm. because the big box stores have kind of run them out of business because they can't compete with that price. So for, uh, for a store to have a handmade item, it's tougher and tougher. Everything's kind of going over to China because it's so cheap to get similar product. Whereas when you have somebody that's close to you that has to pay more for a product like Cedar or like what have you, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of where... Our mind is gone. I will never diss Amazon because I use them, but at the same time, the disconnect from your local community is something that I feel like we're doing a lot more. Well, just to jump in here, I go to my 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 local place
3: is a smaller, uh, you know, hardware store, yeah. and they, they always have the answers, and they oh, you know, so it's not this sprawling thing. But again. If I look for something, they will walk me over and explain how to – and that makes a big difference, and you can't get that by hitting a you know, a key on the keyboard. Right. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot to be said for that as well.
6: Yeah, there's a place called Do It Best in Wayne, and I go there all the time. It's a, it's a great hardware store. There was the lumber yard in um, Route 30 in Berwyn, that closed a few years back, and it sucked because uh, it was this business that was around for 100 years, and it's gone now. Um, I wanted to get back to a question I think we asked earlier, but I don't know if you finished answering it, about the, the four main tools, the vacuum, the Craig thing. Uh, and then what were the two other ones that you miter, would, saw. miter saw, I would
10: say the miter saw and I would say, get a good sander. I mean, I think like it depends on how the age of your house, I think that, you know, a workbench is one of them. I think that that's something people help you organize your tools. Cause a lot of times people just throw it in a toolbox and they can't get to it. So if you can't find it or you can't, if you're not taking care of it, it's not fun. So the workbench, the circular saw, the pocket hole jig and a, a circular saw or miter saw are very helpful. Um, and i think that'll get you started okay. i mean there i i could it's tough for me cuz it's like picking your favorite kid there's like i could go on and on and on i think there's certain <laughs> things what i can what i what i impose on people is is get a higher quality stuff don't don't just pick the cheapest one in the in the store make sure you got the right blades for the product or project and and i think honestly you'll be very successful
1: so jeff on uh, at at the uh home show on saturday the 11th you're due is, you're doing the uh, make it take it Workshop, so I am. That.
10: They're doing a VIP event where they basically sold tickets to it. Uh, but I also have a booth for both weekends. Okay, the, the show is the 10th through the 12th and the 17th, 17th through the 19th. So we have a booth there, so you can come and say hello to me. Um, and then on Saturday, I'll be there all day long, just kind of talking to people and. And doing a special class. I'm sure you could crowd around the table. I know they only have fifteen chairs, but they can't stop us from no. creating them. Uh, <laughs> no.
3: Yeah. Did they try to look listen, they tried to stop the stones at Altamont, you saw what happened. Yeah. So-
2: <laughs> well listen, if they can I can pry them away from my table, I'll I was send gonna them say, them to I your just, table. So wait, where's your table at? Uh, so so, I'm doing a design with IKEA. I'm going to go into IKEA. Uh, it's there's three different uh, female uh, hosts on the, the different radio stations within our company. We kind of compete in a contest, and we go to IKEA. We shop, and we have to design. Last year, we did a a, a dining room table. This year, we're doing an office space. So I don't know. I'll nice. be you know we'll be somewhere in there. We'll have an MMR. Uh, oh, oh, no, well, I'll table find it. Yeah,
4: there you go.
10: Yeah, I'll bring. And and it's funny. I will be. I will have. We will be showing at this VIP event, the Pocket Hole Jig, and how basically how quick and easy and simple building can be if you have the right information. Well, I have That's one, nice. damn it. Well, well, then you bring it with you. <laughs> and, and, uh, okay, I have questions for you after this. I don't want to bore people with
3: this because when I saw that thing, I'm like, this seems to be safe. It is. I, like, I, I let myself. my kids use it all the time. All right.
10: So the
1: 2020 uh, Philly Home Show is at the PA Convention Center. It's two weekends, mm-hmm. starts next weekend, not this weekend, the following weekend, January 10th and the 12th and then 10 through the 12th, and then the 17th through the 19th, so look for... Jeff's table, look for Kathy's table and they're going to have other guests like Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs is going to be there at some point. That's and, very uh, cool. Over 300 exhibitors. Should be pretty cool, man. It's a good time. It really yes. is a good time. Good to see you. And we'll talk about uh, classes. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, we're By the way, up. your website is get, crashing out. We crashed
2: out,
10: it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from what I've been Great. seeing via the text. So. Wonderful. The last time this happened, uh, GoDaddy <laughs> shut the whole thing down when we announced the uh, opening day. So yeah, this really? will be fun. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> It'll take two weeks to figure it out. Thanks right. for that.
3: Well, I, I thought it was uh, very, uh, very revealing when you said, "Yeah, we got web."
10: Yeah, yeah we have that www thing. Is it lower? Is it lowercase W's or can it be higher case? I can
3: never figure that out. We're getting a computer. Oh yeah. my yeah. god,
1: Jeff Devlin, everybody, thank you, thanks for being here, man. We're gonna take a break. and We'll be right back. Bizarre Files coming up. Stay
10: there. What's new? Live, you ask,
1: Weezer.
7: Oh, I go, go oh, oh, run,
8: oh, Dirty Honey. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR.
1: We have uh, yet another Daily Rush video that's up. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's another one. And uh, the title of this one is E.T. Peas in a Cup. Uh, <laughs> I don't it even says remember that, that one. E.T. has some uh, tips to beat a urine test. <laughs> and you can watch it now at Preston dot com. sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. So,
3: Did you around. watch that, um, that extended um, Spielberg E.T. Yeah, I, I saw it
1: before I saw the short one because I saw... Online, that it was aired, and it's like four and a half minutes long, something yeah. like that.
3: Is that that's the entire length of it? It's just four yeah. and a half minutes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's, it was cool. Okay. I liked it. Yeah. Is it basically a commercial? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's a commercial, but it's, you know, the the one that they're airing is only a minute long, and okay. the extended version is like four and a half minutes, and it's a little bit more in depth. Does he convince
3: them to get cable, or what is he? uh, uh I guess so,
1: eventually. You get
8: the full package Yes. yes. <laughs>
3: you get the sports package. You got some great stuff. Right. And uh, you get home security. And
1: uh, uh, Listen, 18's smart. He's a, he's a botanist. He's a botanist. botanist yeah. And not only that, he obviously knows how
6: to sell cable. Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. We
8: can run into the walls here. We'll hide it. It'll be beautiful.
6: Yeah. There's some creative marketing. He's on his iPad for a little bit and... Uh, NBC Universal also owns Comcast, and so all of those are linked in the E.T. universe. Speaking of marketing,
5: when that movie came out in the 80s, uh, how close do you think we were to eating M&Ms or Skittles or Starbursts? Very close. It was
3: just the stuff of of, of rumor that one day people would have
6: candy. Yeah. No, no, no. no Instead of it.
5: Uh, Reese's Pieces.
6: It, oh. it, it was yeah. not initially Reese's Pieces. It was something else. It was, it was M&M's, M&M's or Skittles or whatever, and then they changed it.
3: Yeah,
1: for one reason or the, I guess yeah. product. Uh, Licensing or whatever, or whatever. It whatever. goes
6: down it in history as one of the great missteps of a
3: marketing opportunity miss because I believe it was M&M's, and they, they passed on it, and then and, Reese's Pieces went with it. And it took off. Yeah. Reese's Pieces. I didn't really even like Reese's Pieces that yeah. much,
1: and but after the movie, everybody ate them. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it was it was a home run. good enough for ET, it's good enough
5: for me. Well, M and Ms did a really great job with uh, Little League baseball because they had uh, they had a campaign where if you ate a certain colored M M&M, and M, that would get you a home run or a triple or a double. Ones. The green ones were were home runs. Yep. Mm. And also, I used to always buy the uh, baseball bubble gums. Do you remember those, Nick? Where uh, I remember big league chew. Uh, no, so they were like little gumballs, but they you know had baseball stitching painted on it. And it would say, like, home run or triple. And there were ones in there that said, like, strikeout. And I'm like, why would anybody buy strikeout (gasps) bubblegum? That's a terrible idea. (laughs) That's a terrible idea. Unless Mm -hmm. you give it to your enemy. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah.
1: Substitute it. All right. (laughs) Anyhow, this has been Candy Chat. And now we're going to do
0: the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File.
1: All right, we'll begin with this one. A man is wanted after firing 11 gunshots at a house, barely missing a 2-year-old sleeping boy. Police announced that Christopher Simmons is wanted on three felonies after the shooting. No one was injured during the incident, but uh, three people were in the home. Now, the homeowner told officers that she heard several knocks on her door at about 1 a.m., but she didn't answer it. She looked through her window to spot a family friend, Simmons, who was walking away from the house before she heard several gunshots once she checked to make sure that everyone in the house is okay including her 25 year old son and her grandson she called simmons to ask if he shot at their at the home and he responded by saying i'm sorry i'm sorry i was just trying to get someone's attention
3: oh Oh, okay uh, so that explains it yeah, all. I, I don't have your cell number.
1: The man and child had been asleep in the man's bedroom, which appeared to have been targeted in the shooting. A window was shot multiple times, and there were bullet holes in the bed's headboard just inches away from where the toddler had been lying, laying. There were also butter, bullet holes in the house's roof. So uh, this guy was arrested. He also had two warrants out for aggravated assault and first-degree criminal damage. To hey!
3: Hey! Can I borrow
1: your shears? A grandmother said that she was tased three times and arrested on her 70th birthday for not cooperating with sheriff's deputies trying to arrest her grandson at her Florida home. The confrontation between Barbara Pinckney and members of the sheriff's office occurred when the deputies tried to enter her home in search of Tevin Turner. Now, Turner was being sought for allegedly violating his probation by carrying a concealed weapon. Uh, Pinckney who claimed that her grandson wasn't at home at the time, refused to let deputies inside and tried to close the door. The sheriff's office believes Turner may have been inside, but escaped amid the struggle. When he was on probation, he gave this as his address, but he wasn't living here, Pinkney told the outlet. Uh, During the scuffle, part of which was caught on camera by Turner's wife, the deputies tased Pinkney in her left arm and back. A deputy also held her to the ground. Uh, The grandmother was arrested for obstruction and resisting an officer, so she was trying to hide her (laughs) grandson in there. All right, I love this story. A man with an extensive criminal history was arrested early New Year's Day in Oklahoma for allegedly abducting a man and his goat during a carjacking of sorts in Missouri. Uh, The victim told deputies that the assailant drove him around parts of Missouri, Oklahoma, and Kansas, at times pistol-whipping him and taking methamphetamine while driving. The suspect, a guy named Brandon Kirby, was eventually found in Sand Springs and was caught after a chase with officers. The victim was asleep in a truck outside an adult video store in Carthage, Missouri, while his friend was inside when Kirby allegedly got in the truck, pointed a pistol at him, and drove away. The kidnapper eventually let the victim out alongside of the road in Creek County, but not before reportedly driving to Joplin, Missouri, Galena, Kansas, Webb City, Missouri, Tulsa, Sand, Spring, and then into Crink County. Jeez. The victim told deputies that the kidnapper, kidnapper let him take his pet goat with him when he was set free. <laughs> wow. The Very de- accommodating. So you got this guy initially asleep in a truck yeah. at a porn store with a goat. And his guy comes <laughs> along and jacks him. Uh, the deputies later uh, transported both the victim. Well, that's and- what I was hoping for. <laughs> and his goat to the uh, sheriff's department. Uh, the sheriff's office said the suspect, Kirby, was wanted for burglaries and multiple felony convictions as well. Well, even uh, inanimate objects have rights. A Florida man is facing charges after he allegedly punched and kicked a gas pump. According to the report, the, what 20- did the gas pump do? 24-year-old Hunter Bleach had told deputies that his rage was all over an argument that he had with his girlfriend, but he wanted to fight the gas pump. He was arrested and is facing a disorderly conduct charge. No word on who won the fight.
5: That's him.
0: Florida man. Florida man.
4: I witnessed
5: the guy beating the piss out of parking meters in Burlington, Vermont. And it was like, it was just, I'm like, what the hell? And I had my kids with me. I was like, we got we to gotta get this guy a lift.
1: <laughs> kids, let him squeeze in there back there with you. <laughs> a family that just wanted pizza ended up with an unpleasant twist. This is in North Carolina. Uh the Helms had cooked the meal in their home's oven and they found that a snake just also happened to be in the oven. Oh man. Uh there's nothing good about finding a smoky snake in your oven. Robert Helm mm-hmm. told uh, uh, the police, he said it was creepy. Amber Helm said they didn't eat the pizza but decided to go out to eat instead. The snake died. Meanwhile, the family has been cleaning the oven and plans to have animal experts in to find out more about it. Mm. And then we'll end with one more story. 18-year-olds are considered adults, uh, but some need a bit of extra help. According to a Southwest news agency, a concerned parent has posted an ad seeking someone to help her 18-year-old daughter cook and clean as she's a first-year law undergraduate student at the University of Leeds in England and is very intense when it comes to her studies. The listing reads in part, she has a driver who can pick up the groceries and drive her around, but she needs someone to ensure that she eats well and lives without the stress of laundry and cleaning as her study schedule is very intense. She wants a mommy. She wants a mommy. Yeah. The posting was mercilessly mocked on Twitter with one person remarking, Rich people are actually (laughs) mental. There you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you now. All right. We are going to test your knowledge of today's program. When we return, we'll get back to the lesson question and see if you've been paying attention. We'll have a prize that goes in conjunction with that, and we'll have uh, Trash and Music News. In the meantime, we have Julie, Allison, Dominique. Lena and Olivia on our hottie cam. They're here representing Terry Myers Entertainment and Sports. And you can have professional and gorgeous promotional staff work at Company's event. And you just go to terrymyersentertainment.com to get the information. We're going to be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, We have the ladies of Terry Myers Entertainment and Sports on our Hottie Cam as we speak. So, Julie, uh, also Allison, Dominique, Olivia, and Lena are all there representing today. They're amazing. You can even hire these ladies. You can go to TerryMyersEntertainment.com for promotional uh, events and so on. And uh, Terry Myers also does um, social sports events and Uh, creative works and event staffing and all that stuff. So check out the website for anything in that realm. You will be taken care of. We're going to do today's lesson question. We're going to give away a four-pack of tickets to see uh, head coach Aaron McKee and the Temple men's basketball team. They're going to be taking on Houston on Tuesday, January 7th at the Leah Core Center. Question I have for you this morning is, I scream, you scream. Gene Simmons (laughs) makes who scream? (laughs) (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. All right. I scream, you scream. Gene Simmons makes who scream? 215 263 WMMR. If you know, then you should call. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The
0: trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. What stories do we have today, Steve? Well, Gabrielle
3: Union proudly debuting a new makeup-free selfie while on vacation in Hawaii. Union is encouraging everyone to go makeup-free, but only if they look like Gabrielle Union. <laughs> oh,
0: my. The
3: United States Marine Corps joining the Army and Navy in banning soldiers from using the social media app TikTok. The Pentagon says they don't want our armed forces hearing how easily 15-year-old girls could steal their boyfriends. And finally, 52-year-old Jamie Foxx celebrated New Year's Day aboard a yacht in Miami with his 20-year-old girlfriend, Sila Vave. Uh, Fox wink saying Sela played with his dinghy and then explained he meant his penis.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was
3: <laughs> Next, the
1: Hollywood. Uh, I thought he meant both. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. It. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to this question. Uh, Ice cream, you scream. Gene Simmons makes who scream? I will go to Dave. Hey, Dave. How you doing, man?
9: Hey, how you guys doing? You guys rock.
1: Thanks. man. All right. Ice cream, you scream. Gene Simmons makes who scream? Your mom. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hang on a second, Dave. We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets to see head coach Aaron McKee and the Temple men's basketball team battle Houston on Tuesday, January 7th, 7, 7 p.m. in the Core Center. Uh, for tickets, you can just visit
0: owlsticks.com. Let's get into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Oh. Yeah!
1: All right, uh, we will begin with Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy's daughter, Kelly, has blasted a report that suggested that her dad was on his deathbed, calling it utter BS. Kelly took to Instagram to refute a Radar Online story that claimed the heavy metal legend was in such dire straits that he didn't even realize his wife, Sharon, had missed the holidays with him for the first time in 40 years.
3: he's got a death futon.
1: Uh, Kelly said... Today, I had a wonderful start to 2020, went out to lunch with my family. Then I spent the rest of the day laughing and hanging out with my dad. I come home to read sickening articles about my dad supposedly being on his deathbed. Sometimes the media makes me sick. <clears throat> she said it's no sick. secret that uh, my dad has had a rough year uh, when it comes to his health. But come the F on, this is utter BS. Well,
3: at this point, isn't it pretty much scientific fact that you cannot kill Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah, it's close to He it. will live forever.
1: Jack, his son, had posted a picture of his family online last week from Christmas Eve, in which it seemed that uh, Ozzy was in good spirits and having a good time. So I don't, we don't know why.
3: There was there was there was a contractual thing that she had to do, and yeah. so that's why they. That's all. Uh, he, but he's fine. Dave Gold
1: and the other surviving members of Nirvana will reunite at the Art of Elysium Charity Annual Haven, or no, I'm sorry, it's Heaven Gala. Uh, This Saturday at the Hollywood Palladium in Los Angeles. Why is Kurt blowing them off? Uh, Grohl will perform with bassist Chris Novoselic and guitarist Pat Smear. Also scheduled to appear at the event are Beck, St. Vincent, Marilyn Manson, L7, Sheep Trick, and Grohl's daughter Violet. Uh, Grohl, Novoselic, and Smear last reunited at the end of Foo Fighters set at the Cal Jam Festival in October of 2018 to perform six songs. And they were joined during the Nirvana mini-set by John McCauley of the band Deer Tick and Joan Jett. McCauley sang uh, Serve the Servants, Scentless Apprentice, and In Bloom, while uh, Joan Jett handled vocals on Breed, Smells Like Teen Spirit, and All Apologies. A Guns N' Roses superfan has been threatened with a lawsuit by the band's record label over an alleged leak of nearly 100 previously unreleased
3: songs. Is this still that story that you reported a while ago?
1: Yeah, Universal Music Group has accused Rick Dunsford of leaking 97 tracks over to the Internet after obtaining the recordings from a storage unit auction. It was last year when Dunsford came across a storage locker belonging to former Geffen Records A&R rep Tom uh, Z- uh, Zutaut who signed Guns N' Roses in 1986. ZuTot had apparently stopped paying for the locker, which was being auctioned off. Inside the locker were around 20 CDs containing unreleased GNR music spanning from 1999 to 2001. Dunsford and some other fans came together with the $15,000 that the person who had purchased the locker was asking for. Uh, Dunsford had said that he was not responsible for the song leaks, claiming that the person... Who bought the locker continued to sell copies of the songs after he had let the locker and the CDs go. Uh, so the label sent a cease and desist letter to Dunsford, claiming that he violated an earlier settlement agreement uh, in which UMG paid him fifteen thousand dollars to return the recordings.
3: It, it is sort of weird. So that he, he buys it in this garage sale, right? And, and... a locker, yeah, lo- yeah.
1: It was a storage locker.
3: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. legally, I. I... I thought I he owned know. it. Yeah. yeah. You would think that. You like,
1: would think so. I don't know. Might be intellectual property. It's a crazy world we live in.
3: Uh, next week is Philly
1: Loves Bowie Week. Now in its fourth year, the annual celebration includes art, concerts, dance parties, and more, all related to David Bowie. Well, this is where he was uh, born. No. <laughs> oh, <isn't> that, he <laughs>
4: Sorry,
1: did record an album. Did, here. Yeah. Here. Uh, most Philly Loves Bowie Week events benefit Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. I remember growing up in Zelko. There's a uh, there's a whole lot of events, and you can go to phillylovesbowie dot word. I'm sorry, phillylovesbowie uh, to find out the events in our area, and there are a lot of them. Still blows
3: my mind that he's gone. I know.
1: Yeah. And then one last thing, uh, Nick. There were some. Uh, I didn't pull up the info, but uh, Coachella. Yeah. Uh, they announced the lineups for Coachella. If you can just give me the basic dates, and really only one big rock act that's performing and that's uh the reuniting uh rage against machine
6: yeah there's two weekends in april april 10th and uh the weekend of april 10th and the weekend of april 17th um and i was scanning through and listen there are a lot of artists uh, total there are many artists i don't know at all mostly hip-hop edm that kind of a thing but uh, two stuck out for me. Rage was the first one. And then Danny Elfman of yeah. Boingo Boingo was also going to be performing. And he's going to be there the um, Saturday the
1: 11th. I also see Tom York on there from Radiohead. Uh, so there's a handful, but it's, uh, it's more of an indie music type of event. Lana,
6: it- Lana Del Rey, Frank Ocean, uh, Travis Scott. Those are the headliners. Uh, Steve FKA Twigs is going to be there. uh, Yeah, that's uh, Rob Pattinson's ex.
3: uh, But uh, I might be prompted to go see her because he's currently the new Batman.
6: Uh, Oh, no, I thought it said Ari Lennox, but it's, I mean, I thought it said Annie Lennox. Ari Lennox is Annie Lennox's brother. It's Ari Lennox. (laughs) Um, Da Baby. One of my personal faves. Da yeah, baby. you know what? Yeah. Da
5: mommy, to da Daddy. The <laughs> da baby has that uh that cool video. He's in the Charlotte Hornets jersey. Yeah. And they're like kinda like walking down the street and then those masked people come out and they do the cool little dance. Yeah. I like that. De Bears playing too. De Bears. bears. Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a guy, his uh I guess the band is called Rex Orange County. Yeah. I like him a lot. He had a song out last year. Uh, I'm sorry. It was no, it was my favorite song of 2018. So I'd like to that's and, and I think that's worth going out to uh all the way <laughs> well I will say because I went to the desert trip out there it is really beautiful
3: but hasn't Coachella at this point become pretty douchey like it it's a it is a
5: you go to be seen there and it's less um well bougie, i mean listen, it's douchey Bougie. Yeah. Bougie. Um, I mean, there's 100,000 people there, so it's going to be tough to be seen and really stand well, out. But they, like the, 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 the celebs
3: I, do. The celebs do. Yeah. 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 Yep.
5: So uh,
1: that's happening. And if you have the wherewithal, then have it. To me, the, the show you want to see is you want to see Saint, right? Of course. When's your next gig? 17th at the Trap Tavern. <laughs> We're going to be at the Trap over by our sinus case. woo mm-hmm. Saint. Yeah, yeah. Saint. sick.
3: Yes. <laughs> what? We need to have Cowper come yeah, out yeah, and, yeah. and bring
1: us on stage. He
3: can be your Metro Goldwyn Mayer lion. I love it. Saint Cowper's sick. An our, he's an our sinus guy. Yeah,
1: yeah, he is. Yeah. So we'll be at the, the Trap
3: Sinus. Sick
1: <laughs> Trap Tavern on uh, is Friday the seventeenth. Friday the seventeenth, exactly. Yeah. So we're gonna we're learning some new songs this week. Really? Oh, what are
5: you learning? Some Travis Scott. Not How about you. like Sick of Myself? Maybe. Sick, sick of myself
1: <laughs> when I look at you,
5: <laughs>
3: something that's beautiful. It's true. Yeah. Sick.
4: Sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Synchronicity.
3: Yeah, we'll do that for yeah. the
4: police.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Uh, so, anyhow, that's the next uh, thing. Sunday, bloody Sunday. That's the next
4: session. <laughs> <sure. laughs> all
1: right. And that's all I have in music news. Sorry, folks. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll give away our prize for Word of the Week. So, stay close. We'll be right back.
8: WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2020. Shot on location at the Met, Philadelphia. 12 magnificent months featuring the most gorgeous girls and our loveliest listeners. On sale now for just 15 bucks in the MMR Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Order by this Friday to have it in time for the holidays or get your hands on a free copy at an upcoming calendar rate while meeting the girls And members of the show. Details at WMMR.com. 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: Living on a prayer. It's Bon Jovi on 93.3 WMMR. Everything to rocks. 10.23 Friday morning. in the Preston and Steve Show program wrapping up in mere moments. Also going to be giving away a prize here in uh, just a few. But I guess I should thank uh, the people that appeared on today's program. Again, Terry Myers Entertainment and Sports. I want to All thank right. yeah. Our calendar girls, Julie, Allison, Dominique, and Olivia for being here, and Lena, who we met as well. And uh, Terry is a great friend of the show, and uh, Terry's introduced us to a lot of girls who end up in the pages of the presidency, totally off his calendar. So Uh, you can check out their information if you need uh, promotional staff to work your company's events. Uh, They can take care of you. Also, there's uh, lots of entertainment services, social sports, model engagement, creative works, event staffing, stuff like that. You can visit... TerryMyersEntertainment.com Also, thank you to the one and only Jeff Devlin. Jeff's a great guest. and uh, He is going to be appearing at the Pennsylvania Convention Center for the Philly Home Show two weekends starting next weekend. So it is uh, January 10th through the 12th and then the 17th through the 19th. Uh, He's got uh, a table out there. He'll be out there the whole weekend. Uh, Him and Kathy will be hooking up at some point and hanging out together because... Doing uh, it. Well, I don't know if they'll huh. be doing it.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, we're going to. Oh, you'll be doing it oh, yeah. on a table. Yeah, yeah, yeah on probably okay. a table that he built, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> uh, but Kathy's going to have a table out there with uh, Ikea. Yeah. Um, what weekend? Are you doing both weekends?
2: Uh, no, so I'm going to be there, I believe, uh, what's the 11th, which is a Saturday. I'll probably okay. be there, I'm thinking some probably like 5 to 7. Um, and NBC 10 is actually going to feature the whole competition. So you'll be able to, to, uh, see it on their air and then you can come out and you can vote, but, uh, I'll have more information next week, but I believe it's Saturday, the 11th, uh, from five to seven. Don't you,
3: example. so you, you show up and it's, it's, it's already, it's, it's set up ahead of time and people can vote on it. Correct. Yeah. You, I, yeah, yeah. So, so like
2: said. I'm, I'm going today to, to set it all up, pick right. everything out okay. uh, and yeah, they'll take it to the home show and they'll have everything displayed there. So mm-hmm. as you go to the
3: home show, go by and, and vote.
2: Yep. For me, not for the other people. Yeah, yep. just for Kathy, right. please, Phil.
3: So. Uh, and before we,
1: there's somebody else we're going to talk to, but I want to say hi to Brent P- Porsche first. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday! Happy Friday to you. It's so good to be right. on a Friday. This
3: week lasted <laughs> so Took long. Took forever. So
1: unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, but we're going to talk to somebody else, so I want to get the letter from you first. Absolutely. And then we'll take callers. So uh, let's do this.
0: Thing. Preston and Steve on 93.3
1: WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter.
5: By the letter O is it. Oh, boy, it's Friday.
1: All right, let's take caller number 11 at 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the two-letter word this week, and uh, you just might win that prize. you got to be caller number 11, like I said. Now, before we find out what Brent has going on, One of our interns is leaving. They say goodbye around this time of year. I know it's sad. And uh, she is one of the smiliest interns (laughs) we have ever had. Always a big smile on Natalie's face. And she's here. Hi, Natalie. Good morning. We're going to miss you. I'm
11: going to miss you, too.
1: You are adorbs, may I say. Totes. Yeah. Do you? uh, I I bet you have a hard time not smiling.
11: I don't know if it's like a nervous thing or it's like I don't know what else to do. But I, people tell me that all the time. I'd <laughs> rather be good... smiling than like pouting.
3: Oh, so. it's a it's a great attribute. It's infectious. So. It's good. No Thank question. It's yeah. like a gonorrhea. Yeah. No, no, no. It's <laughs> very cool. What's your story with school and everything?
11: Um, well, I'm going into, okay, so it's like my third year, but I brought in credits from my high school. I took, eh, long story. But anyway, yeah. I'm like a senior in credits wise, but it's like my junior year. But anyway, I'm going into my next semester. And then after this, I have an internship with Fox 29. Oh.
1: Very nice. No very nice, Oh, that's awesome. So are you in journalism, communications, what?
11: Uh, media studies and production. Okay. Yeah.
1: So production, what you
3: want to focus on or?
11: I really have no idea. Okay. I still have no idea what I'm doing, where I'm going.
3: It's but you're doing the right thing you're you're sampling different things to see what you like yeah. and so but you know that in general media is what you want to be involved with.
4: Definitely. Okay.
3: Do you potentially want to be a personality?
11: I think I have a personality. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's definitely something I've always thought about, but I feel like it's very high aspiration. So I okay. don't know. Well,
3: All right. if you want to do it, you'll do it. But do yeah. you like the behind the scenes, the production as well, stuff you've been doing here?
11: Yeah. And yeah. that's something I never really like considered before because I've always been kind of like an in front of the camera person. But right. I have kind of enjoyed the behind the scenes aspect. too. Okay.
1: And have, I, I forget who has been at what. What events have we done that you've been a part of?
11: Camp Out for Hunger. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> did you I, enjoy that? I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was very interesting.
6: Hey, nice. when I broke my leg, did you uh, did you like driving me home?
11: That was a great ride. Yeah. I think about that sometimes.
6: Me too. Thank
1: <laughs> you. Yeah. Wait a minute. Where were we? I forgot. Where, where'd you break your leg? In Colorado? She, how, how'd she end up driving <laughs> you <home? laughs> went out to Colorado and drove no, no, home no, no. She she from up
4: work. From Colorado.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, for, oh, from From here like every day, I'm like. Where were we were? Where did Nick? It... I thought it was somewhere else. And... okay, I was here,
6: and so. Was but Natalie. you would just give you a ride home. Give me a ride home, yeah. I got. And you. we bonded. It
1: was a good time. Okay, all right. Uh, well, uh, we are going to miss you, and uh, we thank you for being a part of the family. I do have a question. Was part of your job this morning to answer the phones? Because nobody has done that yet. Uh, Mars is on it.
4: Get back in. There. Oh, she is.
1: Okay. I was hoping that we would have our eleventh caller by now. Um, anyhow, it's a group chat. Yeah, it is. Good luck to you.
11: Thank you. And Thank th- you guys for everything.
1: Absolutely. Anytime. Let's hear it for Natalie. Yay! Yay! A big the interns come in and out of our lives, and they go on to bigger and better things. And sometimes we see them, and sometimes we don't. But we'll always. They'll always have a place here. Marissa, did you want to say something? Hold I, on.
11: I was gonna stall while Demara is answering the Word of the Week prize. We okay. were interrupted because um some of our staff found out there was breakfast pizza. Ah. So everyone
1: was
4: asking
11: if they could have breakfast pizza while you guys were doing the letter, so we kinda missed it. Okay. So I our apologies. You. I'm trying to stall.
1: Wait, I got so you. Can I ask
2: a question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get bread pizza. Is it Demara or Demara? Because
1: I always said Demara Me because, too, because but Mars. Marissa
2: just said Demera. Because De of, the,
1: of the nickname Mars, I thought it was because of the pronunciation right. of her oh, first see, name. I call her Mares. Here she comes, Mars.
4: Y'all, it's been like a year. It's Demera.
1: Demera. De De but why De Mars?
5: Oh, it's because nobody could say my name right. But uh, I think at this point I kind of want people to be able to just actually say my name. Okay. I u- you I used want... Mars
2: cuz Okay. Know.
3: Okay, so you prefer Demara now.
2: Yeah. All right. Demar- Demara. Demara. Demar- 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 Jesus god. <laughs> All right, you'll never get the right
3: name. I Demar- I always I'd always made
1: the assumption that Mars was off Me- of the pronunciation right. of Demara. Demar- yeah. But it's Demara. Demar- the Demar- 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 Did we Demar- give
6: her the nickname or did she Mayor- have it before she got her?
1: She had it before.
6: Mayor- yeah, she
1: was uh it was before so yeah. All
6: right. That's not fault.
1: Damara is a cool name. That is a cool name. All right. Uh, we're ready to get a winner. And I'm going to call number 11. And it is Cecilia. Hi there, Cecilia.
9: Hi. How are you?
1: Wonderful. Cecilia, do you know our two lettered word?
9: Ho. Ho.
4: <laughs> yes.
1: Had to be. All
4: right,
1: Cecilia, you are set to go for a little headbang in action because we are going to give you a six pack of tickets as MMR Rocks Corn and Breaking Benjamin Thursday, January 23rd at PPL Center in Allentown. Some tickets remain at pplcenter.com. So congratulations, Cecilia.
4: Thank you. All right,
1: hang on. We'll get your information, and we will take good care of you. Got some plans for today, man?
5: Yeah, well, first of all, that was my Hacksaw Jim Duggan <laughs> reference right there for you wrestling fans out oh! there. Oh, yeah, right. tough guy. Nice. <laughs> uh, Workforce blocks today. Thank you, Nick. I knew I about enjoyed, that. I enjoyed that very If only much. Pierre was here because he's a huge fan. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, Workforce blocks today, down. Also, a Def Leppard. We're going to be doing Led Zeppelin for John Paul Jones' birthday. Got surprises for all three of the blocks that we're going to be playing for you. Also, Day Off on the Slopes passes for next Friday up at Jack Frost.
1: Oh, man. It's coming. Nice week amazing all right uh i'll thank our sponsor speaking of that very thing the president and steve show has been brought to you today by jack frost and big boulder ski areas don't miss wmmr's day off on the slopes january 10th uh live from jack frost you can go to wmmr.com for your discounted lift ticket while supplies last jfbb where the snow comes first next week on the program let's see oh uh, actor joe Montaigne ah, awesome. is going to be joining us we've talked to joe many times over the years yes. and, uh, he's a great guy uh, and another guy we've spoken to many times over the years. He'll be in our studio. Uh, it's Gilbert Gottfried next week. <laughs> Gilbert's so, great. It's always an interesting visit, so uh, he'll be popping in, and I'm sure we'll have many other guests that we'll add to that list. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have yourself a great weekend, gang, and uh, we'll do it again on Monday. Bye-bye. <laughs>
0: Ninety-three-three. The Preston and Steve Love You hate <laughs> You Line You drank all the
9: beer on
4: purpose
9: Next message We're going to the playoffs, baby Woo! Next message Listen, if I'm not cold I'm not wearing pants and you don't have to look at my legs Hey, hey, eyes up here